Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. James Harrison comes out and it's zero degrees without a shirt. I'm scared. When Brendan Schooler comes out and it's 42 degrees, I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, this morning it was it was like in the 20s. I'm yep. like, oh, God. There are men doing like construction right now all day in this weather. And it's like 15 minutes you're out there, Evan. Right. So. I love Alex questioning his manhood. I have a theory. The reason Same why they don't do it from this show is because they don't, they secretly don't want to say that they They pretend, listen. They right. pretend they that they don't, don't listen. Because everybody listens, but they don't want to admit it. They're not PU proud. I'm not. I don't listen to that. That's a team thing. We're kind of like we're kind of like porn. I'm gonna fork this game. I'm gonna have the Lions winning but not covering. Fork who? Oh, it's like you in a road. You come to a fork in the road. Oh, okay. You say, okay, I'm gonna go with the win. Fork it. I'll sue you. Fork everybody. Three games on Saturday, Fred. Which is crazy because I have things to do on Saturday. I can't be watching TV. You watch the games in general when you can. Of course I do. Huh. I think he gets his feel for the league. Uh, this uh, is 95, 104, 9. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good news about Eric. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. I took a shot. It's Christmas. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. And, uh... Getting ready for Christmas. Getting my ready birthday. for. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> her, birthday, her birthday week. My birthday week. Tamara birthday was week. like the baby Jesus born on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's a miracle. In swaddling clothes. Miss That's what her mother says. Mr. If you and my mother tell the story, she's like, I was out shopping and my water broke on the subway. Oh. Thanks to you. I thought she was oh, going to no. say, We were looking for a place to stay and no one would let us in. <laughs> we finally found a barn. <laughs> no. You'll have to stay in the barn. <laughs> that was anyway. Will's line in that play. Uh, we're also getting ready for the Denver Broncos. Where is the game? That it's where, it's big, where, you, where you would shocker. expect it to be. Big shocker. Oh, of course, it's in Denver. Yeah. Denver's like to the league, you want us to play? We have to play at home. Yeah. Christmas? Yeah. Christmas Eve. So uh, we'll be heading to Denver on Saturday to get ready for the Sunday game, night game. Snow, it's maybe. It's going to be tough. Well, snow in the forecast. It's going to be tough. Yeah. So that's that. Um, Want to shout out to Larry. I think it's Centella. Larry and his wife Zora make what we call Christmas crack. Yeah, and so um, good. they sent us a card, and it says "Know your reindeer farts," and it's got the pictures of all the reindeers. And uh, Stinker, instead of the regular reindeer names, they each have fart names. Ah. and so Stinker is Fred, Honker is Paul, yeah. Lingerer is Mike. Yeah. Squeaker is Tamara. Yep. <laughs> Ripper is Evan. Of course. And Comet is Alex. She's so. like a Comet. I love it. Yeah. Oh, so why thank, am I a Ripper? Thank you, Larry, for the... Because you the, rip everybody. you just let it rip. Thank you, Larry, for the Christmas okay. crack. And you'll feel bad about yeah. it the next day. <laughs> That's true. Appreciate yeah. that. I normally do have remorse. <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, of course, the big news of the day is... Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to be looking for a pregame host again. Yeah, so oh. Hardy. I, I thought you were going to say Nathan. No, Roark. you know what? Yeah, I know. No, too. but I, no, that really is that's big, big news. Yeah. I mean, where Boston is considered, you know, a top fifteen at least market, maybe top ten. I don't know. And the morning show and of and radio drive time is a big deal. And Hardy is now the co-host as of January fourth. Yep. 
Um, he's going to be the co-host for 98.5, The Morning Show, with Fred Toucher, and that's huge. Yeah. That's a big, big deal, and I'd like to take all the credit for that. No, I'm a, <laughs> he's no, finally but, made it. Another king made, Fred. Yeah. Uh, well, but it's great. It's good for him. Um, he's going to have to be getting up early. <laughs> Me you and know? Paul are depressed. Positive. Yeah, yeah guys the are, two of us. Yeah, are. it stinks for us. This one hurts. Yeah, it does. This, I broke the news it, to Deuce last night, and he was, he was upset about it. Yeah, yeah, because he gets along well with us. He does. You I know, think he's just a great. I mean, he plays he's obviously along. very talented. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing about Hardy is he just. We got to still. Can, we got to make a run, dude. Yeah, we'll make a run. We got to find so. somebody. So send Sleep's your application. Over. Sleep's overrated. No, to Hardy. <laughs> you got to make a run to Hardy. Yeah. yeah. See if we can stay. So I'll do her. I'm yeah. gonna miss arguing with him the most. I yeah. know. I'll be sending him a list of suggestions for the morning show. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. But I it, should they talk yeah. in between? Yeah. When they talk about the music. Well, he's going to have to mention us a lot, don't you think? <laughs> he does. So. He does on the midday show. I heard him show. talking about. Well, talking not, about you on the yeah. midday oh, show. Oh, was he? I heard him uh, not directly talking about our little wait by the elevator um, before the game this weekend. So I heard him talking about that. I missed that. Didn't mention us, but yeah. yeah. Probably be they be there for life. <laughs> <laughs> not butchered at all. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to Hardy. Yeah, and he's going to have to bang out these last three with us. So we'll we'll enjoy every minute of it and. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what yeah, happens. I wonder. These, these two are like in a depression. Over I think this, this will help. Yeah, I, I I really really like Hardy. I, I liked all of our pregame shows. Uh, hosts. Oh, they gave you clubs. But I really really <laughs> like Hardy, yeah. and um, we did. Mike and I. It was, you know, and then it was just like it was different. It was very comfortable. So we have to miss him. We have to start thinking about next year and who should replace him. Yeah, send your applications in to Paul and uh, you better know Jaws. Do not do that. There's going to be some Jaws (laughs) trivia. Will be part of the interview. I'm out. I haven't right. Exactly. And what are we going to do without his like key to the game? Oh, uh, I know he what brought he brought do? so much. It's uh, well, you know, we'll have three shows to kind of unpack. I guess six shows technically, the the pre and the post. So we can you know we can draw our art of sadness, but maybe we should plan something there for the uh, the last Jets game. Send him off. Send that's him off okay. right. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Uh, getting back to the Patriots and yeah. football. Some more quarterback news, Freddie. Yeah. So. Um, now lost, Will Greer gone. Now lost, now lost two quarterbacks. Yeah. He spent the entire year on the roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, or in the program practice yeah. squad. So Nathan Rourke. And, I, I uh, forgot that he was still on the practice squad. Well, yeah. but, but he was actually on the active roster for a long for, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Rourke and no. Cole Rourke. Strange to IR. Cole Strange to IR. <sighs> not, yeah. Su- not yeah, not surprising. I think when he he got pulled off. I, I mean, I'm kind of a little bit surprised we haven't heard anything else on any of those other injuries. So maybe that's a yeah. good sign. But. Kind of hold my we got a little bit of a report, you know, not sure if it's how uh, accurate it is about J.C. Jackson that might be something to do with some mental issues yeah. or, you know, but I don't – who reported that? A couple people did. Yeah. His agent was His calling agent. around okay. on Sunday night and uh, mental health yeah. episode of some sort. So he had – you know, you, people have anxiety attacks, you know, and uh, that could have happened just before the game, and that's why – he was a late scratch, and you know uh, who came in? Yeah, Alex, Alex Austin. Austin. Yeah. yeah, Alex Austin. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people won't name names. Some people thought that it was a sign of the dysfunction with the Patriots that right. J.C. Jackson uh, was not was MIA, and then Alex Austin was thrown into the fire. And I think based off of the series of events, you know, Sean Way would have been active for the game, and J.C. Jackson would have been inactive if they 
had known the night before or something like that that J.C. Jackson wasn't going to be yeah. available. Was, um, so this was a true surprise. You, you, you go to the, all the practices, so you're a little yes. bit more up to date on all of the injury. Was Sean Wade a healthy scratch? Yes. He was not on the injury report Correct. in any way? Yeah, that I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's some news. Any other personnel news or uh, they signed a couple guys. They brought back cornerback William Hooper, uh, and they also signed running back Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, I think I saw Keyshawn Vaughn walking into. Yeah, the so they they had a few spots open based on you know everything that happened. So we'll see. I mean, I think I don't know. If, did any of those guys go to the roster with with Strange going to IR? It was it wasn't really clarified. And uh, Rourke, the Rourke, the Rourke has Rourke to be on the roster. Yeah, okay, Rourke so Rourke is, that was a waiver. So Rourke claim. took his spot yep. then. Um, so then they should still have a couple spots. For the on, rest on of the season, they have to have them on the rush. Oh, wait. Oh, was, it, was it a three-year deal, Paul? It's three, three games. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember him from that uh, crazy play that he made with yeah. Jacksonville. He's making the, the rounds right in, now. In the, the preseason. preseason. Yeah. yeah. His one Pulled highlight. an Eli Manning and, like, shook off, like, 12 tacklers yeah. and launched yeah. it. Yeah. He's got a big arm. Big big kid. Big arm. You know, not, not going to say anything more glowingly than that. Is it going to start now of like, you know, have you thought about putting Rourke in? Why didn't we put Rourke in? Do we have any packages uh, for Rourke? <laughs> Mr. Rourke. <laughs> Mr. Rourke. Oh, Welcome. Boy. Two Juliets. Yeah. But, I, I mean, we truly are playing out the string. I mean, That's exactly. I, I mean, even when you listen to uh, head coach Bill Belichick on awfully formal, there. you know, <laughs> well, when he was talking uh, on Monday morning, you know, just, you know, rattling off, you know, McDermott was out, and Cole Strange is gone, and, you know, Henry. and Yeah, I heard it. It, it was just – there was a, a certain amount of resignation in, in his voice, I thought. It felt different to me this week, and yeah. maybe I'm just stupid, um, but I don't know. I just even, even for me, coming out of the game, it just kind of felt like, yep, it is what it is. Like, let's just continue – you know, it's hard to expect something different to happen. The only thing I'm really looking for now is for, for young guys to get a chance. So Alex Austin's still a rookie. You know, give him a chance, you know, um, and, and all those guys. But, you know, to expect all of a sudden for them to turn a corner or to change the narrative, it's, it's kind of, I think, asking a lot at this point. Yeah. So what are we looking for in these last three games? You know, what? Uh, give us something. Give us something. Because one, one of the things I want to do is I want to veer off the Patriots a little bit later in the show and oh, maybe, nice. maybe uh, do a consensus power ranking. In oh. the NFL, I was thinking <laughs> of doing that. Okay. Don't, don't be afraid to have us be prepared in any way. <laughs> no, but that's that's it's better to be spon- you know, spontaneous. You but spot. but um, you know, what what should we be looking for as Patriots fans for these last three games? I give mean, it, give us something. Give me something. I think yes, Mike. I said Mapu. I mean, just any anybody who's a first or second year player. I mean, it's as, you know as much as it's disappointing that Strange went out when he was you know starting to string some games together. You're going to get a look at Mafi now, and he's going to get some more experience over the last few games. So. Uh, anybody who can play and, and get in there and that you haven't seen much of, then I'm, I'm all for it. Give give Kevin Harris another chance. You know, I mean, you showed. I mean, he ran hard. He looked like a guy who'd been like chomping at the bit to get out there. Um, so that that to me is is everything. Just especially in you know some interesting environments. See how you know how do they deal in Denver? It's a tough place to play. Buffalo is a tough place to play. Um, and I think that we're going to turn the page to to that last Jets game where I feel like all of a sudden it's going to feel like a must win because. Things just suddenly get really serious around here whenever they're playing the Jets. So I'm very uh-huh. curious what the what the tone is like going into that game because it's, I, I feel like it will shift a little bit. Should we be keeping our eye on post game interactions with Bill Belichick, with uh, like Broncos coaches, you mean, or? like any of the players or coaches from other teams in these last three games? I don't know. I mean, he was giving Tra- Travis Kelsey was getting some Pat love, Mahomes and Mahomes was getting some love yeah. from him, and he has a, a, a relationship with Sean Payton. As well, so I wouldn't. Oh, sure I wouldn't be surprised if if they yeah. have some 
some pleasantries. They both exchange. come from the Bill Parcells tree. Yeah. 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 But I think, you know, in this game too, against the Chiefs, just watching it back, like, do they still have any sort of coaching chops? Like, do, you know, you go up against a guy like Mahomes, like, what is he, what's he got? What's he got for Mahomes? Like, regardless of if the 11 guys can go out there and actually execute it, like, that's not his necessarily uh, what I'm looking at, just more, you know, schematically x's and o's wise like is there a system still in place that makes you feel like you can make a case for hanging on to this regime and this coaching staff and i i thought in the game against kansas city there there was some instances where where reed clearly had an upper hand over the patriots and just some third downs red zone like that sort of stuff and they they were they were out coached well, in, I mean, in a lot of ways that one play that everyone's talking about uh where you know, the Mahomes sing- got into a three-point yeah. stance. The single wing. Yeah. I it, it took me three times to figure out how the ball got into the hands of the person who scored the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. It really, I yeah. mean, it was so well executed. And, you know, yeah. uh, you know but they, they practice that. They have guys who can execute it. And they're willing to do stuff like that, yeah. you know? The big screen pass, too, I think, was another one. Of Th- just, yeah, you know, those are yeah. the kinds of things well, that really stuck out to me. Well, the screen pass was a screw-up, wasn't it? Yes. No, I, yeah. I mean, I think, obviously, but it's something that you catch them in. Like, yeah. when the Patriots do that to other teams, we don't say the other team screwed up. Like, we say the Farrell Brown touchdown. Like, yeah. great job by Billy O. I mean, it's kind of sad that we have to go back 12 weeks to find one. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was that was good play yeah. design. Yeah, Duggar. I mean, Duggar bit on the end around and was just, I mean, going right for it. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the responsibilities were, but I mean, they just—that's what they do. They know it was on Duggar. He told yeah. me after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was on me. Evan. I think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. And minus. No, <laughs> he was. Uh, he struggled Sunday. He had yeah. one of his. I think that that was the worst game he's ever played as a Patriot in my in my eyes. There was a report that came out after the game. I think it was Greg Bedard that said that they had approached Duggar early about a contract extension and it was yeah. so far apart that they yeah. just haven't gone any typical, further. Typical uh, yeah. Bedard. Throw it um, out there. It was actually yeah. Mike Reese. Why didn't you Sunday report it at that time? No, no, and um, this yeah. is, that's yeah. my point. Mike Reese in his Sunday notes had one of his items was that they had gone to Duggar. Now, maybe Bedard didn't say this and maybe this is a Fredism. Yeah, but, maybe. Or if, but if you heard Bedard say this after the fact, that's clearly it was Mike Reese wrote it before the game in his Sunday notes okay. that he wasn't they, they were far apart. And Mike assumed that he will be getting uh, to free agency, which you know is not a huge deal. With yeah. Three weeks left in the season. He's not signing now. Yeah. I would just I think just to Greg's credit, Greg has called Kyle Duggar the Jamie Collins of safeties in the past. <laughs> and I think that that's such yeah. an accurate. Yeah. way to putting it where he has so he'll be back three times <laughs> right maybe uh, uh, he has these handful of splash plays a season a game that you can say wow like look at this athleticism look at this range you know physicality uh but when it comes to it like down to down consistency uh, he's an undisciplined player he's yeah. not great he, in coverage no, he's well, just a very right. undisciplined well player. could he also be patrick chung where he's being used wrong and then if he comes back they figure out how to really use him uh, I, I mean, maybe in some points of the season when he's been playing deep, it's not the role for him. But in this game, that was it was not because he was playing deep. Yeah, and, he, you know, he's in zone coverage, and Mahomes looks him off, and he's he's ten yards at yeah. you know out of the passing window because Mahomes just looks left and then I, comes back right. And it's, I just remember a few months ago, Duggar was why aren't they resigning him? Oh, no, I would. Now I we're would, kicking him out the door. I, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll put my chips on the table. Airplane. I want them to resign Duggar. Yeah. 
I, and I, I recognize the flaws in the players. He's not a perfect player. Evan, I would agree everything with he just said. I don't think he's a great player in space and coverage. Yeah. But I think there's some value. And I do think there's even more value. And at some point, you have to draft a guy, develop him, and give him a second contract. They have been very reluctant to do that for a while now. And I think that makes it hard. Yeah, I, I would definitely still entertain re-signing him. I just think that it, based off of that report from Mike, if they're worlds apart, I'm not I'm not bridging the gap with him. Like he's he's a player to me that needs to be on a on a on a fairly reasonable contract. Like he's not somebody I'm paying like Derwin James money to, mm-hmm. uh, who also has had an up and down. Just so year. you know, I wouldn't give Derwin James yeah. Derwin James money. But what would you <laughs> what would you give? Um, you know, what would you think? I, I think what the Browns just gave Grant Delpit is a good. Starting point, three years, thirty-six million. Yeah, and I and I think you could. My guess is they're nowhere near that. That's my guess. I don't know the numbers. Mike didn't have any numbers in his. My in guess his is item. that Duggar is nowhere near that. I'm not sure about them. No, but I, my guess is they wouldn't offer him anywhere near that amount. Probably not. But I I think that Duggar would also put his nose up to that amount because could think be he, he might be looking more Jesse Bates than I think he thinks he's Grant a better Delpit. player than Grant Delpit, which he might be. But I I, I just. At the end of the day, I, I feel like with him that you just wish that some of these things w- with his abilities and coverage uh, were were improving or were being yeah. coached out of him. That's a good point. Totally. And uh, I just feel like he's the same player that he was yep. the last two or three S- years. Speaking of coaching. Speaking of coaching. Uh, a couple of things that I was thinking about. Um, do we know where Adrian Clem is or what's going on with him? Still not here. Um, I know he's not here. So I, <laughs> I did hear something. What do, you, what do you got there, Paul? Oh, uh, wow! Hello. Hello, what have we so here? It's a QR code. That's very, that's very, um, uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate. What happened? Pizza time's you know, closed. Yeah. <laughs> they got oh, no power. Forever? That makes no, oh no, my no. gosh. So that makes sense. There's Whoa. a power outage. My gym is also oh. in the same Whoa. shop. Whoa. My gym is also in the s- same so shopping this is center. Be, this as is a big moment time. right here yeah. and they were for Paul and Fred. I am more likely going to pass, but I will check first. If I can't have pizza time, I'm just not going to eat. So in that shopping center, my gym is in that shopping center, and I couldn't work out today because in the pizza time one. Yep. My gym had the power was off. That's why I didn't work out. Yeah. For those of those for those people who aren't from this area or these coast we had a you know not a hurricane yesterday but a nor'easter that brought in you know 60 70 mile an hour winds heavy rain and a lot of people lost power yesterday and a lot of people haven't uh got it back yet a lot of people in the the building as well a lot of coaches uh, we just spoke to a couple coaches and some of them are are without power yeah i got lucky school was canceled in my town oh because they still got well, nowadays, you know, it gets soft. over. I know, you know, soft. No, there's seventy like, degrees. That's well, there's too people. Hot. Yeah, there's people in town who haven't had power. But yesterday, when I was driving home, I telling the guys I saw like a down power wire with like spitting sparks and fire oh. just sitting there. It was like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, everybody's all right. Gets their power back. Wow, it's a little cold out there. Um, so. No, we don't know where Adrian Clem is. We don't know what's going oh, he on. Said he has health, re- issues. health issues. I know, but like, not this week. Was last week what he said? Like, uh, uh, is it serious? Is like, what's that? Uh, that I couldn't tell. It, I think it's more significant than people um, originally thought. Okay, it's not COVID. No, I mean, at this point, he'd be back if it was just. COVID. I mean, is it? I wonder if it's like, you know, a lot of people have. Um, Problems that arise like after COVID. I wonder if it has something to do oh, with that. Like, you know, complications. People, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long COVID. It could be. Like people do get long-term complications it, from that. Yeah. It's not COVID. No, but she was saying it, complications. It, it could be. Com- no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not complications from COVID. No. 
Okay, so you know yes. what it is. No, but oh. I know it's not. I know what it's not. Okay, all right, all right. So that's that. And you know, it makes I, me according to what I was told. You know, it just way. makes that's me wonder. Not, like, like I, I didn't examine them. Yeah. You know, Someone told me. What kind of coaching is the offensive line getting right. these days? Well, and now they got two rookies. Probably they're going to be playing the guard spots. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen at left tackle. Hopefully Trent Brown can come back. But So I questions. worry about that. And that leads into my next question about coaching is I let's assume that the players are going to – the players that are out there are going to be playing hard. You know, like every game's an audition. Everything's on tape. You know, you're playing for your career. So – I assume that anyone that's out there is going to be playing hard, but what's the approach of the coaching for these last three games? You know, is it like I think you just focus on? I, I forget what the phrase was. I heard them say, um, but just just focus on this game. You know, don't get too carried away in, in what it's all going to be. But mean even then, you know, a, a, a lot of the people that watched this last game, and I kind of agree with them, saying that the coaches, in particular Bill, kind of gave up a little bit at the end of that game. You know, and we we talked about it while Bill was doing his press conference that, you know, with 14 and change, you're punting at fourth and three on your yeah. own 42 or something like that. Yep. That's kind of a white flag a little bit, yep. I think. It's a far cry from what you're used to, you know, just with the old Patriots and Chiefs rivalry. And, um, you know, just the end of the game was just so weird. I mean, they just they just take a knee inside the 20. I mean, you know, I, I mean, we're spoiled. We remember the days when if there were 10 seconds left on the clock and you had Tom Brady, you were like, well, we better make sure we get every point we can. Um, but, you know, it was it was just kind of jarring, both teams, the way they but, handled you know, it. And, like, we criticized Bill for that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got Vidarian Lowe who comes in, who's your yep. third string left tackle. And, you know, uh, Strange is already out. Hunter Henry's out at that point. It's like, why – you know, why throw these guys into the fire like that? Let's just... Well, I mean, he always said... I mean, th there's a couple of different things at work. And I, I I feel like if you have guys on your roster, he says all the time, we would they wouldn't be on our roster if we didn't have confidence in them. Then all of a sudden, it's fourth and three from the 42, and everybody just blindly accepts. He never said this, but everybody just blindly accepts that, well, they didn't go for it because they, you know, they had all those subs in there. Mm -hmm. Well, why didn't they call timeout in the second quarter when before anybody had gotten hurt? You know, when the other team's got the ball at the two-minute warning at the 21-yard line. So time's not a factor. Kansas City's got the ball at the 21 with all three timeouts. They're going to either score a, a touchdown, a field goal, or somehow get nothing. But they're not going to run out of time because time's not an issue. So in my, my view, when you run the ball on first down in that situation, if you're Andy Reid, the Patriots should have immediately called the timeout. Yep. So now it's second and eight from the 19 and you have a timeout, and it's like a minute 55 left. Yeah, so... Instead, they didn't snap the ball again until 38 seconds went off the play so, clock. So, again, don't look at what they say. Look at what they do. And what they're doing is showing us that he has very, very little confidence in his offense. Or he's tanking. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not even going so far as to say tanking because I don't think they tanked last year, and they did the same stuff against Buffalo yeah. in that Thursday night game. So, but I think, you know, with that little confidence in your offense, what are they going to do for these last three games? Yeah. You know, like – I don't even know, know if it has as much to do with offense as it does. He does – I think he's playing a lot of these games against teams that he knows are better to keep it as close as possible. Managing defeat. Managing defeat. Ooh. Great, great phrase. That, ooh, I coined it. Managing wow. defeat. You know, I, I I gave our buddy Dan Shaughnessy credit. Like, he likes to poke fun at the Red Sox. 
he says all the time, the illusion of contention yeah. with the Red Sox, yeah. the Heim Bloom Red Sox. Now we have Heim uh, Breslow Heim. Uh, ev <laughs> evidently running the show. Correct. Um, <laughs> so it's the illusion of contention for them. This is the illusion of competitive yeah. to me because the game really in the second half wasn't really competitive. And he told you that he didn't feel that way by his actions. Yeah. Yeah. It's setting up for what I know would make Paul scream from the hilltops is, well, seven one score losses. And, I mean, and he's, you know, you get a quarterback, maybe those go the I, other I way. Brought that I, up. I, I did a little research. I, I'll share later. You <laughs> know, I was thinking of going back and looking at Bill's postgame press conferences this year and how many times, you know, toward the beginning of each press conference, you know, when he does his little monologue at the, where he said, you know, game was competitive. How many times he said that this year? He said it a lot. Yep. And yep. it tells you that it's on his mind. Yep. yep. And, and I'll say another one, and Mike alluded to it about 10 minutes ago when we were talking about, like, the resignation in his voice, and, you know, he's rattling off all the names, you know. This yeah. Guy's yeah, right. So there was one of the questions on Monday. I don't know if you guys caught the press conference, but early on someone asked him about the amount of guys that have been thrust into bigger roles. You know, there's been some guys that are, you know, how, how have some of those guys handled the bigger roles? Well, there certainly have been a lot of those mm. was right. how we started the answer. I'm like, okay, so now if you're paying attention out there, we can't protect the football. Can't protect the quarterback. Right? Yeah. We can't protect the quarterback. We can't protect the ball. And we're just we're, we're beat to we're beat to hell with injuries. Yeah. And we're still losing a lot of close games. That's what that's his met that's what he's yeah. trying to convince. And right. now I don't know if he if it's like an effort with if that's a message to Robert Kraft, like trying to rally and and keep his job, if he in fact wants to be back, I here. think he's tanking. I, like I, I I don't think. Listen, every team in the league, especially this year, has lost important players to injury. Mm -hmm. I don't think injuries have had a big part of what the Patriots' record is. Yeah, they lost Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon. Those are two really big pieces to lose. I'm not diminishing that. Most of the rest have been on the margins. You know, like Juju Smith-Schuster not playing Sunday, did that's not right. you're three and eleven with him or without him. No, I mean, but let's when, let's call it what it is. Yeah, yeah I know. But when yeah. you you when you lose anyone who is a starter or a next in guy, you're like every other team. Well, yeah. well but when, it's but, when but, it's when you lose Joe can, Burrow can, that can, you separate. But can you can you let me finish? <laughs> when when your when your starting guys aren't that good, and then you lose them, your next guy up is even worse. No, but my, whereas in other teams maybe. Their hierarchy, their level of next guy up is yeah, higher. But I'm, I'm giving them even more credit than that because I do think Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez are good, solid starters. Oh, oh yeah. Like I, I, but I don't think that the Patriots have had more losses to injury than any other team. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say, too, the issues that they've had go back and listen to Patriots Unfiltered in April and May of last year, and they're all issues that we talked about. I mean, I know I talked about the lack of pass rush. I mean, you probably go find the show. What happens if Matthew Judon goes down? Your pass rush is going to take they a were, huge it's hit. A, it was a very thin roster. Talk about we tackle about position. The tackle position. But do you remember like, that's when we why did the, I don't give them the, like, the out. Like, the, the, exactly. These, these right. injuries, excuses, and stuff yeah. like that. It's like the line, whether it's been Trent Brown at left tackle, Cole Strange at left guard, or Antonio Mafia and Connor McDermott or Vidarian Lowe, it's been trash. Yeah. All season season long they have one of the worst offensive lines in the entire league they are dead last in pretty much every single pass blocking metric yeah. in the league I like regardless like 21st of who's and that like, gets uh, me back <laughs> that gets me back to the coaching like are these guys getting good coaching yeah you know um 
you know, too, just I don't know if you know, if you felt this way, Evan, but I was, you know, watching the film back. But just seeing the contrast. I love when he says that. Between <laughs> Joe Tooney and yeah. Cole Strange. And, and I don't, you know, I don't mean to disrespect Cole Strange. I know he's been, you know, better. But you look at Joe Tooney and it's it's just hard. And I know that they they messed that whole thing up. But at the end of the day, it was like, why couldn't you have just kept Joe Tooney? I mean, it's probably your best draft pick of the last 10 years maybe it's part of my point about at some really point you have player. to draft these guys develop them and give right. them second and you're contracts. looking at him and you're like we didn't need him and we went to the first round to take Cole Strange and you know again and this is Does, saying it as Cole yeah. Strange played okay but Joe Tooney just you see how calm he is how smart yeah. he is how strong he is Do you know he, he was at center on that play he, that Fritz yeah he, I mean he blocked three different guys on one play I was watching and you know it's just that's the difference. You see what a true he elite worth, guard looks like, he and was you had him, paying. And, and you know, and all the, the shenanigans the with franchise tags and everything yeah. you did with him, and you yeah. know, and it's oh. just. It's I, like, I, 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 I've said it before. The problems with the offensive line started with that. And yep. it's like you know, not to not to compare Mike on one to Joe Tooney or anything, but it's like it makes you wonder, like, how are they going to handle that situation? Like, are you going to bring him back, or are you going to be like, oh, we can go find another one? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's you know it. <laughs> And I'm sure, like, you know, at the time they could have given him a contract. But by this point, if you would give him a three, four-year deal and he's still here, right. he would be it, a deal it, right be now. Peanuts. He would be a they deal right now. Depends. A, they yeah. created depends. a mess for themselves. It started with Joe Tooney. Then in the same offseason, they trade Shaq Mason. They lowball Ted Karras. They lose three really solid players on the interior. And they've been chasing their tail ever since. Yep. And they've had to ignore issues at tackle because they've had to chase their tail at guard. It's the combination. And, right. I agree with – like, I'm not necessarily I, – I, I didn't agree with franchising Tooney because I think it's too much money for, for you know – no, I would have. It's based on tackle before money. Before you have to franchise, but him. F- for what money? I, I don't want him to be one of the highest paid guys. I don't think that's good money spent. And I think, but Evan's that, right. When you plugged in Ted Karras, it was fine. It's when you let Ted the. It's when you let the Ted Karras's go over a million dollars. Those are killers. I know, but think about that's it. That's a killer. Let's just say. Let's just say, for argument's sake, at that time they reach an agreement before they had to franchise him that, and he becomes the highest paid guard in the NFL. Yeah, I don't. It's like only going to be for a little while. Right, I, I don't like well, that. And then you, well, I mean, just me. I mean, I get that he's a good player. I, I just don't value well, the position. But now you'd be like, oh, I'm so glad we did that. But I compare the, the the capital that you not only paid him on the franchise tag, but the first round pick you had to spend on Cole Strange to fill. I mean, there's right. a lot of things it, you it had to. Throw I'd rather have the highest paid corner or the highest paid edge rusher or the highest paid wide receiver because I'm pretty sure those guys are impacting the wins and losses. The domino, I don't think guys, guards are the domino effect of Joe Tooney, Shaq Mason, and Ted Karras and the decisions that they had to then make after the fact to Correct. catch up on that. That's what's the killer. Because yeah. now you're using a first-round pick on Cole Strange instead of using a first-round pick at a different position where right. you could help your team more. And they just had this whole – that whole thing just – it has never settled down since the moment that they did all that. And yeah. you and you could have you could have given it to Tooney and yeah. make him the highest guy like Fred, you, you know, uh, and then you let Mason and Karras go. Okay. But it's like I'm not going to give it to Tooney. I had already re- – I had already redid uh, Mason. Shaq Mason. Then I let him go. Yeah. I trade yeah. him for nothing. Yep. And then I let I let Karras go over peanuts. Right. I mean, in 21, their their line was really good. And they they had better coaching. You know, Carm Brasello is a better coach than what they have right now. But they had Karras, Andrews, and, uh, and Shaq Mason on the interior. Right. And it made sense that they wanted a spot for Mike Onwenu. So you you get rid of one of those guys, but they got rid of both of them. I yeah. didn't understand trading Shaq Mason. Yeah, I, I think because that. they thought that Mike Onwenu was specifically a, a right side of the line player, and so was Shaq. But like, the thing about Tooney is he can play all three left side positions. 
in a pinch, he can play tackle. That was the beauty of having Joe Tooney. I mean, am I wrong to say he's their best draft pick in the last 10 years? I mean, I just kind of threw that out there. But, like, wow. I mean, overall yeah, in probably. terms of just – Probably. I mean, it's not a high bar, but probably. Either, I mean, <laughs> last 10 years? You, yeah. yeah. Why don't you go look? I mean, 2013. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe if you want to say Barmore. But mm, I think Tooney is a better player. Than I, I mean, I, I would way more consistent. I would probably I mean, it give was it, just again, I would probably give it to Tooney. Like it was but, just yeah. striking to just see because you know you can put it right next to each other and you're watching. There's Joe Tooney. There's Cole Strange. You're seeing exactly you know just how stout Tooney is, and then you see Cole, who you know admittedly has been you know playing better. I think everybody knows that. I mean, Bill highlighted it too. Convenient. But it's still it's it's hard. It's hard oh. for him. He just doesn't have the size. That's, it's terrible. That yeah. answer to that question Pandering. that I talked about bugged me. The way he the way, that certainly has been a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know if you've paid attention. Did you, but, um, you know, we were down. We, you know, we, we were down Connor McDermott in this game. I, like I don't know if you realize how much that. And that's well, not a disrespectful no. shot at Connor McDermott. No, but the he's a guy. he's a journeyman sort of jag who has given you everything he has. Totally. I thought last yep. year he was played hurt. Uh, you know, the whole end of the year last year when they were fighting to try to get – that's not a disrespectful – he's just – he is what he is. He's a backup lineman, and now when he gets hurt in the middle of a game, it's suddenly the difference between competing and taking a knee yeah. down 17. They also uh, – I don't know if you, you you notice the other guys in their line, but their, their center, Creed, yep. pretty pretty oh, darn good, maybe one yep. of the best centers in the league. Yep. And then Jawan Taylor, their right tackle, is a free agent this past offseason who they paid, and he's having a pretty solid year too. You know, sands the whole – And they were missing their track, left – but <laughs> well, they were missing their left tackle yeah, in the game no, too. Yeah, he didn't play, but, uh, you know – Wanya Morris, who's played at left tackle for them, had an up-and-down game for sure, but uh, he's a, a draft pick that, you know, you could have taken in the fourth round instead of, let's say, you know, City So or Jake Andrews or somebody like that who actually plays tackle, and uh, they didn't. So, you know, it just – this offensive line that was by far their biggest issue in this game on Sunday, the second half their pressure rate was like 60%. They, they were getting through on blitzes constantly. They couldn't – you can't execute a drop-back passing game like that. Like, yeah. you can't push the ball down the field even if there are opportunities to do so uh, when you can't block anybody up front. And I thought that his immediate answer to the question, Bills, on the fourth down was that we can't block anybody. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's exactly how it played out. They were literally uh, unable to execute anything other than, like, quick game and, and but you know, to, little like my, donkey the, dunks. And, and we, can, we don't have to belabor the whole – their approach uh, point, but that was part of what bothered me. Is like they didn't block anybody on the touchdown that they went for in fourth and two either. Yeah, he got immediate pressure on that. He bought just enough time, yeah. and he made a pass. Yeah. Like that can happen. Like you're down seventeen in the fourth quarter, so isn't the risk of maybe I can get a little lucky here better than I'm eh, just going to punt it to him and hope that they throw an interception in two possessions? Yeah, their line play is brutal. Yeah. It is absolutely horrible to watch. And, and then, you know, so, you know, to stay on the offense, you look at the body language of Bill O'Brien on the sideline, and it's a lot oh. of just shaking his head. I saw, and, I saw a clip yesterday after the first series of the game where he looked like he just wanted to fight somebody. Yeah. He didn't yell at anybody, but the look on his face, he just came walking. It was like, that's the first possession of the game. That's how we're going three and out to start this game. Like, yeah. did no, did anybody listen at all? During, like, Mm-mm. I was, I had all this in my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, because look on his first, face. First down, first down, they they send a run blitz, backside safety blitzes off the off the line of scrimmage. Nobody blocks him. Blown up in the backfield. Second down pressure, nothing. Third down, Bailey Zappi throws a freaking dirt, dirt ball to Pop Douglas, who was open for the first down punt. Yeah. Like that's that's and, that offense right out of the gate. 
And uh, it's so much of it starts up front, and these teams are just they're just coming downhill at the line of scrimmage. Right. There's against nothing the run. to worry about. No, you know, you give up one play, that's fine. It doesn't matter. So I I, I just see and I sense this resignation on some of the coaches. Including the head coach. Well, like everybody wants Bill O'Brien to, and I'm not trying to excuse him or absolve him of everything, but everybody wants Bill O'Brien to like dress it up better and cook it up better. And it's like if you, when you drop back to pass and the quarterback hits the top of the drop and he's got two guys in his face immediately, like what do you want Bill O'Brien to scheme up? Like what right. do you what do you expect him to be in the lab doing uh, at that point in time when you know they they play action and Bailey Zappi is the most blitz quarterback in the league on play action, sixty percent of the time when they run play action he's getting blitzed because teams are run blitzing and they're just attacking the line of scrimmage whether it's a run or it's a play action either way they're going to be in the backfield and there's just nobody blocking it like what do you want them to do honestly like at this look at the running game it's not fair you know at least when they had stevenson i thought there was at least some signs that it was getting a little better running the ball since he went out it's back to like you know under two under three yards of carry this week they squeaked over three yards of carrier for Ezekiel Elliott in the Pittsburgh game on the last play of the game. He had a 12-yard run on, the, on his last run of the game. And it was short of the first down, if I remember. Right, here. right. No, <laughs> but, like, it was because they had gotten a penalty, you know, yeah. and, and it was, like, second and 15, or third yeah. and 15, or whatever it was. And he got 12 yards to average 3.1. Like, they can't run the ball at all. Yeah. And I was that's watching. why you're getting play-action blitzes. Yeah, yeah, I was watching the, uh, the Broncos against the Lions y- yet last night. And the Lions line is just incredible. I mean, just it's it's beautiful to watch. Like the unison that they He's block such a with. Dork. It's just <laughs> it's just fantastic. And you just look at Jared Goff just standing there with all the time in the world. Him, no. Clean him, pocket. No. Him, and it no. just Oh, you're open. Yeah. And just throwing the ball. Like I did not know, I said this to you off air, like I did not know that Jared Goff had that kind of arm strength. But because he's able to just step into every single throw and sling it, I mean, it's just like they can do whatever they want because their line is going to block it, whether it's in the run game, the pass game, whatever. And then you watch the Patriots film, and it's just like an absolute sieve. Chaos. They can't do anything. Chaos. Right. And, and even like, you know, last night the Eagles, I know they lost, but like their interior, I mean, they just move people. Big you dudes. Know? Big dudes. Uh, seems like the Eagles are getting a little payback from those – Games that they had where oh, yeah. it was kind of sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Referees come back at them the other yeah. way. Like yeah. the they, Dallas they game. They got Kelsey for the this, little Oh, yeah. God, there was some bad calls in that game last night against them. All right. Food's here. Paul's hungry. I can't make fun of Fred because evidently he doesn't need any more. I no. got food too, we'll guys. Be, we'll be back. We'll get to your calls and emails after this. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. We're back after a little hiatus. It's been a couple of weeks, it feels like, hasn't it? Yeah, you haven't had couple me shows. on in a while. Faith is back, PU halftime show. Yes. Start with some trivia as usual. And this as is always. this is this is random. I literally just whipped this together. So, <laughs> oh boy. all right, question one. And you know, you're gonna get a 
a t-shirt, I think, a poster. You're getting you're getting something. Getting cool stuff. You're you're getting something. All right. Question one: What year did the NFL switch from Reebok to Nike as their jersey supplier? Oh. Yeah, know that one? I don't. Okay. <laughs> question two: How many career sacks did Teddy Bruschi have? And question three: When was the last time that the Patriots had a top ten draft pick? Okay. Because it looks like that's where we're at. <laughs> right. We might be top five. All right. So we've been doing Thursday night previews, but the games are dying down. And so as I was walking down the studio with Faith, I was like, let's switch it up a little. And I think we're going to talk about a big issue in the league, which is the quarterback play and yes. injuries and everything. I mean, Saturday we had Ian Browning versus Nick Mullins. Yeah, a lot of nobodies are getting their chance to try to make the name for themselves. And it's just crazy because there's a lot of quarterbacks, like, still on the street. Like, like I mean, Cam, you know, his last year here was okay, but, hey, we had a better record with him than we do now. I mean, Cam thinks half the league is just system quarterbacks uh, anyway. So. There you go. There's that, which is a whole other issue. Let's just run through some of the issues around the league. So we got the Giants yes. with Tommy DeVito, Tommy yes. Cutlets, which it's been a good story, but let's be real. That's going to – that's probably going to end eventually. I feel like the, se- like the season has been defined by good stories and then like bad results. Exactly. Like you get Dobbs. Or like you get great like great story and then it just kind of. Or you get a little Lynn Sanity run like yeah. Dobbs, who went yep. from the astronaut to the astronaut, as I to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt, you can cut that out if you want. Um, we had the Bears. They had Tyler Bajent. 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 Yeah. He, yeah. He's gone. Something other. Yep. Um, the Vikings. Josh Dobbs, Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall. And, like, you know, these injuries are unfortunate because, you know, Kirk Cousins, like, contract year, older guy, Aaron Rodgers, four plays in, you know, see what happens. Like, there's only so much you can do about these non-contact injuries. And he also rushed to get healthy, obviously hoping to be in the playoffs. And And now you saw he wants to play. Why? But Why like would now, you there's play literally no reason to play for no purpose. Because like, like they're out, they got eliminated for good. So now it's just eliminated. like rest up. Um, the Texans, we had we had Case Keenum sighting this oh past gosh. weekend, which they won. Which also, which I think that means crazy. they should get the the Oilers jerseys back. But you that might what? be a separate topic for. <laughs> That's a whole nother halftime show. But yes, we got some Case Keenum because C.J. Stroud has been down now, and I also think. I think at this point in the season, nobody's fully healthy. No. But especially when your quarterback is not fully healthy, like in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, I feel like we saw him just struggling through pain all this last and Sunday. And it's, it's annoying because, like, you know, we see these, like, really iffy roughing the passer calls, which I'm kind of of the mindset of, like, you throw the flag, the guy already got hit. Yeah. Like, you already got hit. So what, what are we doing? They're like, they're going to get hit. Yeah. It's a contact sport. But exactly. it's just – it's just bad, and I don't know how to fix it, and I don't know how you yeah. can fix it because there's no, like, developmental league. Exactly. It, which is – that's a whole other subject too. But yeah. then, you know, you got the whole NFC South, which is, like, oh their starters are just gross. Yes. As, like, the the Falcons, yeah. Desmond Ritter, Heineke, who I like Heineke. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr, who's, like, a below-average starter. Then you yeah. got Baker Mayfield, who's turning into a who little bit of a Who had a journey. perfect passer rating yeah. this past Sunday. And, but, so. and that's the thing. And that's Shoot. the thing. He's setting the bar right now. So yeah. I, I don't know what to do or how we do it. The NFL's got an issue because, you know, they flexed uh, – because also we left out us. We at The Patriots, uh, we have an issue I think too. we did that on purpose. We, yeah, we, we have an issue too. And, you know, they flexed us out of Monday night, which that was fun for us because we had a normal Sunday. Yes. But they were very close to having Monday night, which ended up being a good game. It was close to being Drew Locke versus Marcus Mariota. Oh it was gosh. very close. But then you have people like Joe Flacco Who's, coming in, doing well after, like, what, how many years has he not really been playing? Yeah, like, it – it's, really kind of proven himself. It's now. interesting. So then it's, it's I, I mean, you hear this a bunch, but like 
the backup quarterback position is going to turn into the most valuable position because like these yes. guys can't, especially with the extra game, they're probably going to add another yeah. game. So, and just when you look at how fast injuries can happen and how you have to be able to adjust on the fly, you look at the Jets, you look at the Vikings, you look at the Jaguars, the Bengals, I Colts. mean, the Chargers, like, well, I mean, they didn't really bounce Col- back at Col- all. People forget, the Colts had Anthony Richardson, he, and true. he was looking good, and now they got Minshew Mania's back. Yeah, and so, like, I feel like this season specifically, like, we just have weeks on weeks where it's just second string, third string quarterbacks are playing. So, it's and definitely it, a valued position. Now. It's, it's, it's. It's frustrating because sometimes you see these games like that that Saturday game, yeah. Vikings Bengals. That you could say that's a preseason matchup. Oh, for like sure. Like the, <laughs> the players. And I think the scoring <laughs> is like off the charts. You either got seventy point games or it's like nine to seven. Well, yeah, the Thursday night game also. Like, the third we, we left that out. It was yeah. Easton Stick versus Aiden <laughs> O'Connell, who looks like the guy from. Um, Super Troopers. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> then he puts up like sixty. They had sixty-three plays, sixty-three points. And you know what? That crazy. And that's the thing. If if that's the score we're getting, I don't care. Oh, true. I don't care. I'd rather nobody come in here and score sixty-three than we have the Carolina Falcons. You know, Carolina versus Falcons game where it's like seven to nine. Yeah, which is which is crazy. And did you see that those stands? Oh yeah. Those stands. And that, I mean, you know, everybody takes the halftime pictures. You don't know, but I, that do, was I tough. feel for their content team for sure, having to try to produce stuff. When your fans when you, are boycotting your own team, like and it's tickets are going for forty-five cents. Which I'm a, I'm gonna do a little tangent here as as an NFL fan, and yeah. like if like now I like I work with the team, but if I see tickets for forty-five cents, I'm going. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, like rain or shine, like why not? I'm it's going. Like, a, like rain, maybe because you know Chargers game now is miserable, but fair. forty-five cents that. There you go. You can spe- You can go off. That your whole yeah. budget for the ticket goes to hot dogs and beer. I mean, beer. sure, you're probably gonna pay five dollars in fees, but that's I mean, fine. That's, that's fine. Crazy. Better than the Taylor Swift fees, you know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift, we had her in the building she this past did, Sunday. She was if here. You the, heard. the the queen, as they might say. Oh, as I say, yes. <laughs> the queen was in the building. I will say we we posted the picture of her smiling for the camera, but they didn't leave out the part where she did not look happy on the screen. Oh yeah, they definitely left the video a little bit too long, but apparently she was fine with being put on the screen. I guess the, she just didn't want to be on the screen that long. There you go. Hey, um, you know she means a lot to this venue, and I'm sure she she'll. Means a lot to me. I'm sure she'll be back. She'll be back, maybe not as a Chiefs fan, but you know, for her tour, whatever that is sure. again. I don't know. She doing run it back. Yeah, I think just... she is gonna run. She has uh, another U.S. leg, but I don't think Gillette Stadium has been included. So. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get that eventually. But Hopefully. Faith, I think you know we switched up the topic. I'm glad we did that because. Yeah. But I will say, talk about Thursday night football. I think we have one or two games left, and I tell all my friends when they're like, "I don't want to watch this trash." I'm like, "You're gonna be asking for it uh, when it's March." <laughs> yes. And exactly. the only thing on is like Red Sox versus Padres or something Ooh, like boy. that. But yeah. guys, send your trivia answers in the web radio at patriots.com, and let's get back to the show. The official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. And now, great moments in... 
history. Here's what I would like you to adopt on Unfiltered and every other thing that you do in here, God knows what, during the week. Take a little more zen approach, and you're in the moment. Whatever you're doing, you do no, that. No, we have okay? to eat. It's fuel. How about 11 minutes? Does that is that egregious? Uh, is 11 minutes a long time? In the whole day? You, see, here's the thing. His workday is four hours. Our workday is ten hours. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. he doesn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's, that, what, that's what he doesn't understand. In, in Hardy's defense, he works more than four. Hours. Does that does that include when I'm here doing the revs, where I'm doing my satellite no, I'm radio about show a single every day, day? On a single day, on a single we day, we are not I here work. to do the podcast slash radio show. Okay. We're here to do other things. We throw that in for our fans. Let's care. Let's and our fans understand that we need to eat. Right. Let's you and I both carry a little personal work meter. Do you with believe us in UFOs, Hardy? And, and you just <laughs> you, let's wow. talk about UFOs. Wow. You know what? Let's go in there. And I'm, <laughs> that's another great moment from. Oh boy! Was that an Andy? He 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 he! It sounded no, that, that was like me. Andy. That, that was me. me. Oh man, you guys got into it. That was when Hardy decided he's. Like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving this show. No, we. He, that's the thing. We we kid. Mike but. and I had to coax him back. <laughs> that's a long time thing with he Hardy that we Hardy. our breaks are he so didn't, long. He respects he didn't really your music it. shows. He respects them. Yeah. He also told me that uh, that he's worried about you being mad at him about fly fishing. His takes on fly fishing. <laughs> Why would I be mad? He said. Uh, <laughs> Fred is ready to fire me anyway. He didn't like what I said about fly fishing <laughs> on my music show. <laughs> That's perfect. He, he's all, he, he has a sense of humor, unlike a lot of other people in the, in the radio so, biz. That that is so That's why true. he's so hard to replace. In, in the radio biz. Have some fun. That's my biggest worry that we're going to get he's somebody. He's not dead, guys. Who you does, know that, no, right? I know, but we're just like, you know, we get some stiff in here who can't talk jaws and have some silliness, and then it's going to get stale. Yeah, so we have yeah. to think. We have to, you know, think about this. and. Yeah. You know, again, send your resumes. Paul Perillo, care of but, one but, Patriot place. But much like the Patriots coaching staff, we've had a brain drain when it comes to That's true. pre and post game hosts. Like we're, you know, well, who's had, left? Well, you've had stability for a long time, and it's now it's to you get know. a job for myself, though. <laughs> we're going to franchise you, Paul. You can't go anywhere. I just we'll hit you with the tag. I just create better opportunities for others, just not myself. Maybe we should bring in the bartender. <laughs> Oh, hey, hello, pie. Watch <laughs> out. Yeah, we could do I worse. I like Barth. Yeah, we could do worse we than could. that. No, he could do the I job. Like Barth. Is Barth the host or a guest? No, he'd be the host. He could be a host. No, I know, but like, I'm talking about like, who is Alex yeah, Barth? Like, isn't he, isn't he a better guest than no? He actually, a I think he's he's I think he's a better host. Yeah, really? I'm with yeah. that. Yeah. And really in my time working with him, which is you know quite a, a bit now, I always love when he hosts because he just sets the table, and then I all I have to do is think about about well, my takes. So he's better for the you. Beauty yeah. of that yeah. is yeah. much easier. That's yeah. why we want that that yeah. seat to be right. filled. Right. But, but you know, like, you need that host that can hit the posts. But I feel like Alex is. I feel like Alex is also funny. Yeah. Alex is also very funny. I think. Alex. Yeah. At his core, I yeah, was like, eh. at his core, I, I, and I hope he doesn't take offense to this. At his core, I would say that like hosting is like, that's his it, being a like a, yeah. a radio host, a Felger, or somebody like that is like his dream job. Yeah. Okay. So I would say that that's like at his at his roots. Well, is more I that. mean, if you're in radio, right? Yeah. That's you want to be the guy in the you chair. You want to be the guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what just or the makes gal. It, right. It makes it so much easier for us, though, that like, you know, we come like we're stuck waiting for Taylor Swift to get down the elevator. And, that like, was you know, ridiculous. Hardy's got it. The show has started. He's got plenty to say. You know, it's, it's all taken care of. We just got to sit here and answer questions. Yeah. But, you know, you have to read the reads and you have to get to the breaks. Well, Hardy, to, Hardy Wait, put that you have read to read the reads, which you didn't even do today. <laughs> I know. I don't have any in front of me. Is that done? No. Oh, is Matt not in there? No. Uh, you you have left. to, uh, you know, 
keep the flow of the show it's going. It's a hard you job. There's so much like the days when you're out and I'm like, emails. I got a host. It's like a whole different thing than just sitting here responding to you as like you it's set different. the table. It's it's so much it's easier different. sitting in this seat than, than that. Seat. I was I was going to tease him uh, on the last show. I might do it because we got an email about how. You know, Hardy tries to make the emails like theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we told him. We told him. And, and I was going to say, you know, Hardy, I, I really need to apologize to you. And then to be like, you know what? He goes, you know, I encourage you to put a little bit more feeling into the emails. But apparently our listeners really don't like it. They don't. They don't think you do a good job. <laughs> he gets so mad. He did a good one. Like we told him about that on the show this week, and we're like, you know, they were they were busting your chops about that, and then he went into a whole, you know, email reading that was very dramatic. But that he's he's funny. Oh, it's good. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna yep. miss you, Bob. Yeah. Jeez. Oh my God. Yep. It's okay. Pour one out for the guy. All right. Um, speaking to someone who would probably want to be the host of the pre post game show, Patty and Agawam hey. on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Patty? Only if I could get drunk, Freddie. Oh, well. And you're out. <laughs> Callers need not apply. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Fred, you were you were talking about like uh, Belichick and and how um, how inept the, the offensive talent was, and then guys start dropping. And um, I just wanted to make a point about him and and kind of end it with a question. We saw in dynasties part one and two how. I mean, the offensive line wasn't great, but it was at least good, and it seemed like they had decent depth too. And over the last few years, and Dante. I mean, we're, we're kind great. of relying on guys like Trent about. Brown, who's unreliable. Uh, we create holes at guard, you know, and the guys that we get for depth pieces, they're just they're terrible. You know, not to say that like you go second, third string around the NFL, guys that are sitting on the bench aren't, aren't really all that great. That's why they're on the bench. But um, what do you think that is? What, what what do you think he's missed? Because he has been able to identify talent on both both ends of the line, on offense and defense. And um, do you think if if they don't get rid of him, let's say that like he agrees to come back and just only become a coach, do you think that Kraft loses a little credibility with the fans that's all I got. I'll take okay. If he right. comes back, there's going to be a, a definite significant portion of the fan base that's that's pissed about it. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, two things. One, uh, their offensive lines during the dynasty were fantastic. I don't know what he's talking about that they they weren't good. Uh, that, I mean, Dante Scarnecchia like probably should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like their their line play for years was incredibly good. Uh, but I, I think that yes, there's a talent issue across the NFL with offensive line play that probably relates to the lack of padded practices and real time to drill technique and things like that, that makes a, a second string guard in today's day and age, probably a little bit worse than a second string guard 10, 15, 20 years ago. And that's what makes it so much more important to invest in the, the guys at the top, you know, the premium players, because uh, there isn't a lot of depth around the league in offensive line. And so that makes a big difference between Jawan Taylor and you know Calvin Anderson like there's a big big drop off between those two players yeah. so let me ask you this uh, as a guy who watches a lot of the line play and admittedly I don't um, so do you think that like a Joe Andrewsy and like a Dan Conley Russ Hoekstein you think they're much more talented than Cole Strange I wouldn't say more talented I think those guys all were were tougher and stronger players 
on the interior, which I think has been Cole's. I mean, I'm not t- questioning well, like, like his toughness. You know, I just mean like he, you know, his ability to yeah, move people Mafi and things and like City that. So you know, you know those kinds of guys. Yeah, yeah. Like cause my my feeling is that I think that Brady doesn't get nearly enough credit for how well the offensive line played. Because I I think that Patty and I agree with Evan. They they had one year like I think it was seven. They had four Pro Bowlers out of the five offensive linemen. Five layers of protection. But but I think that. What what really stood out to me was when, like the year that was it Dan Copen was the center that got hurt, um, and then they went through like four centers. Yeah, it's they, like Nick they, McDonald. I remember like some like, they were like five deep at center, and yeah, you, yeah. You, you didn't notice. You yeah. didn't notice at all. Uh, and, Brady you know, noticed. You know Brandon Gorin playing you know tackle mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Uh, Tom Ashworth. Yeah. You know, a convert like these guys were like undrafted, converted tight ends. Yeah. You know, you I, throw I think, them in and yeah. they were no different than like Nate Soldier but, and Matt Light. But yeah. I also think that the game is changing a little bit, even since. Yes. The, no, Matt, uh, Evan's point about the practices is accurate. Well, that plus the game itself, you know, from the early 2000s, I think what's being asked of offensive linemen these days is a little bit different than, you know, in the past, you know, like. And I think one of the problems the Patriots are having, and again, it goes back to coaching, is communication. Yeah, like well, these that's defenses, my point these about the line These defenses are getting sophisticated. Versus. It's not just, I'm just beating you one-on-one all the time. But it's do you, do it's you communicating. Think, do you give Brady any credit for that communication? I, 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 yes, I do. I go to what Copen, Dan Copen said, because I think he was asked when he went to Denver what was the difference, and he was like, Brady did everything. So, I mean, how much, you know, the quarterback, when we saw it last week with Zappi, you know, misidentifying the mic, not setting the right protection. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all these things are things that yeah. Brady would always know where the pressure is going to yeah. be. He'll call the right mic. He knows where it, he's going to be hot. So I mean, part just, of part of its physical ability, you know, but a lot of it also is just communication and and you know the cohesion and and just being smart offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that was my point more to Patty's point about their lines not necessarily being you know, up and down or whatever he said during the dynasty is that, you know, they were so buttoned up as a group that the Tom Ashworths and the Joe Andrewsies and the Dan Connollys, like they could survive with players like that because probably because of Brady, a lot of it. And and because of Dante, like that was a lot of it too. And, uh, you know, both those guys come back because one's going into the Patriots hall of fame. The other's ringing the bell in week one and they're (laughs) neither one of them are walking through the door yeah. they just uh, kept so. bringing the no, I, and, and I always like during those dynasty like I always felt like there were games in September where they would be like oof they're off I remember I think what uh, did they lose to the Jags here maybe one year the, uh, the and, immortal and, and game in terrible. Kansas the, the game in Kansas City when the yeah. dynasty yeah. ended in 14 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. was like Eric Clo- the, or what, the what, window Jordan Devi yeah, playing right, guard yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in the like, Miami game that year right week one Miami uh, that's Re- Revis's year right yeah mm-hmm. and they lost and uh, Jordan Devi was like a really surprised starter yeah. like no, no one that was covering the team at that time if I remember correctly thought that that Debbie was gonna gonna be starting but I, I've thought it uh, way too much about the whole alert system with the quarterback and how much that is really is there anybody else on planet earth besides Tom Brady that can do it at a high level yeah. And when you start to think about, all right, if you're going to draft Drake May, if you're going to draft uh, Jaden Daniels, like you really think that one of those quarterbacks is going to come in here and be a field general and start directing mic points and sliding well, protections? Saw and, that from Mac, uh, <laughs> according to the Twitter machine early uh, in the season. Uh, uh, you know that that's a real concern to me because you start to talk about like bogging guys down mentally and affecting them, where now all of a sudden they're thinking so much because they have and, all and these the things to think about. And then the snap comes with half a second left. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. And I, I just, I don't know, you know, Zappy in this game, when you see guys running through unblocked and things like that, in their eyes, that's 
the quarterback. The quarterback didn't set the protection properly. And I, I just wonder, true too, with, with this group, like, you have David Andrews. He's he's a captain in the veteran center that's been doing it for a decade. Like, why is, why is the second-year quarterback calling the mic points instead of the center that's probably your most experienced player in the building. Yeah. It just, it, I just feel like none of that makes any sense. And uh, they're, they're one of a few teams that put this much I on the quarterback. Think, I just think identifying the mic is overrated. Don't you think it's, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, you know, is it a kind of a guess, you know? <laughs> No, I don't. I, I don't no? think. I don't no. think it's overrated. Like, like okay, so I think that great. sets the protection. Great. Here's yeah. your middle linebacker. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no it's That's not the middle guy. linebacker. It's the midpoint of the protection. Okay. So, so what? Okay. You so know. like when Zappy got sacked by the corner blitz in the game on Sunday, he set the mic point incorrectly. He set the mic point strong side when he should have sent it backside. And because he sent it strong side instead of backside. There, nobody was yeah, there to block Yeah, but the if, I, if I'm an opposing defense, as soon as I hear the quarterback identify me as the midpoint, we know what to do. We're going to screw that up. No, I don't think it's that simple. No? No, because then you're, like, making split-second changes, like, with like no, you, as the ball's being snapped. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's a split-second. It's it, You practice it. It's like, if he calls this, we do that. If he calls that, and, we do this. And I, I've heard – now, listen, I don't – I never played at that level, so I don't know how yeah. intricate it is. But I've heard many times, you know, Dussault's the mic, Dussault's the mic, and then they do switch. No, 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 Lazar's the mic. You you hear it all the time. Right. As, as they yeah. change like that, right. they reset yeah. the protection. But, right. you know, you look at different – So if you're wrong, you're going to be in trouble. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. it's overrated. Well, well you just know. look at different systems like, you know, the Shanahan tree, for example. Like the 49ers, they, the quarterback doesn't call anything. Okay, so so if 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 there's a blitz, <laughs> well, I mean, he's the best offensive mind in the game, Paul. Like, sorry, MVP. no, I was going, I was going, MVP. I was going more with Purdy. Oh, sorry, no, 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 finish number. your thought though. Okay, was, he doesn't so, call anything. So he doesn't call anything, right? And so if the defense sends the blitz off the edge, like the the Chiefs were doing a bunch on Sunday, Purdy has a programmed answer into the original play call of how we're going to beat this blitz. Right. So that that's different. Whereas here they ask it, Bailey Zappi to identify pre-snap that this corner is going to blitz where they're right. where the, to me that like, it's a guess. Cur- it's, it's an educated guess. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and I think it makes it even harder if you're asking the center to do it. Who's like in the trench and to look up and well, identi- that's, that's probably why they have the quarterback do it. But there's so many offenses now that are going away from that. And I, I, I also go back to, like, Cam, who said after they cut him that he had never identified a mic point in his life until he came to New England. I don't think he knows much about football. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> right, You're out of your mind. <laughs> he, he, I, I really do think you're out of your mind. He, I, he knew how to he knew how to play. Right. The he, guy he, the guy that's the MVP of the league doesn't yeah. know anything about reading because defenses. He, because he was the best athlete on the field. Yeah, that's why he was that good. But you think he – didn't know how to read a defense? I, I, I don't. Okay. No, not, okay. not at an NFL level. I, I'm not okay. sure if I would go there, but that's besides the point. His center would call the protections for him in Carolina. And that all that made let Cam do, he just be Superman. Right. And just go out there and not don't read a defense. I'm not going that far, but like Thank it you, just Evan. allowed yeah. him to just worry about being Cam Newton. Yeah. And he won MVP of the league. Right. We were all wrong. I thought he was going to be better than he was too. We don't so have to. I. We don't have to <laughs> no. hold it against no, him for the rest of I his think, life. I think he got by on his athletic ability. Yeah, I think that he his strength was his ability. No question about it. But don't tell me he couldn't 
identify a mic. He couldn't or do read it when they defense. asked him to do here. Yeah, because that was the problem. You know, they, it had nothing to do with they, the fact they that they changed his, all the terms. He was out yes, for two to, weeks. To, so yeah. to, to be fair, to be so fair, his he problem did. in 2020 was that he never knew what he was supposed to do. Not that he couldn't do it. Right. It was that he didn't know what he was supposed I, I to do. He kept getting of fooled. I think that's to be fair. That's what he said. The defense. That's what he said when he did that big thing with his father after he was cut by the Patriots. Oh no, about the the whole they changed the offense when I was out. No, 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 no. He did say that. Fred's right about that. Not not that part. I'm talking, you know, he said that this playbook was as sophisticated as anything oh, yeah. he had been for a him. part of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For anybody. <laughs> for him. Fred, anybody besides Fred, Tom Brady. I could give you a laundry. Like, Tory Holt said the same thing. Does he stand up? Right. said the and same thing. And I've also thing. heard other people say it's not that complicated. Reggie, what, Reggie Wayne. <laughs> the people that, he didn't even want to do it because it was so hard. <laughs> the only people said no. that they can develop at the receiver position is, is guys that used to play quarterback because it's the only people that can understand what they're doing. Yeah. Like it, it just uh, yeah. it, it, every it's a fair point. Edelman, Myers, right? Like every single young player list. that comes into this system is That's confused as hell. It to Malik. Yeah. They're like, "What the heck am I doing?" Pop Douglas, Tyquan Thornton, like none of them know how to run routes in this offense. Yeah. None of them understand it. So, at what point do, does calculus? How much? How much is that holding them back? Like that. That's what we they have yeah. to ask themselves more than great, anything. It's a great random Cam Newton shot. I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Cam Newton, but I don't think he was. You know, I don't think that was his strength. Was no. like you know no. being a film junkie and right. breaking it all no. down. But to suggest that he didn't know how to read a defense, not to the level and that, played at that no, level, not to the level silly. that's required here. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody no. has had that yeah. level yeah. since it's Brady left. Person. I don't think anybody. Well, Mister, my my superpowers, my brain doesn't have that ability. We, we got Mac spoiled. Jones. We got spoiled, and I think the coaching staff got spoiled by having Tom Brady. But right. do you think that Mac Jones has never read a defense before? He can't do it at this level. Yeah. I don't. You know, I th- I think he got spoiled by being at Alabama. You know, this is easy. Oh no, it isn't. I mean, I would look to Bill O'Brien. Is he going to stick around? Are they going to, you know, continue? And I, I mean, I also just brought up the point of like, well, what did Bill O'Brien run in Texas, in Houston? Where did Debbie Downer come? No, well, you know, where what did he run in Houston? Was this the same? Yeah. Were, the, were these complication problems in Houston with, you know, Watson and and you know Nuke and all those guys down there? The Houston yeah. system was interesting because like it was a modified version because it it featured Watson's mobility so much more than what they were doing here, uh, but. He ran a lot of empty in Houston, which he does. You know, Bill Bryan's empty packages is, is a big deal, uh, but he he ran a lot of empty in Houston, where like Deshaun Watson, if like there was a protection issue, he just ran ran yeah. out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what he said. He said, you know, Deshaun was so good at being an empty because he's his own pass protection. So mm-hmm. like, if there's a, a an issue with the mic point. It's not he's not a sitting duck in the pocket. He can just run around and, and make something happen from there. And they don't have anybody like that right now. I, I wonder what it was like when Bob came back and like what was the repatriatification of the offense? Like was this he sits down with Bill? All right, this is what you were running in Alabama. This is what you were doing in Houston. But we're gonna get back to like these things. And again, I just I do I can't get out of the back of my mind last offseason when they said we're gonna simplify the offense. They seem so gung ho on simplifying the offense last offseason. Did that go by the wayside? Were there things that they implemented? <clears throat> excuse me, that they couldn't keep you know i just they, they said those well, things last and, year and it's i'm all for simplifying it as long as you have good players because the more simple you get the more you just have to beat the other guy across from you yeah that's, you no, know that's a mean? fair yeah. no that's a fair point we've got to stay complicated because we don't have the horses to do it so we've got there has to be some element of, of, yeah. of this yeah yeah it's so it's i don't know it, it's very frustrating you know yeah they got they got a lot of work to do they yep. gotta they gotta rebuild from the studs. Uh let's go to Kevin in South Carolina. Hey Kevin. 
Kevin. Hey, gang. How's hey. everybody? How All right. You? Hey, Kevin. How are you? Mike's hey, intrigued. I got a James Harrison story. Okay. okay. I got Lotion. a comp for Paul. James Harrison's good at football. Y'all, y'all lose him in the top. He saves James Harrison without a shirt on. Intimidating. I agree. Okay. Here in South Carolina, food and beverage, that's the industry. It ain't shoes or things that exist in, you know, Massachusetts. Jamie Harrison came into a, a what we call a, uh, a Australian tourism. We call it a hotel. And there were uh, Snickers on the bar. And he asked for some Snickers. I know the girl who offered those Snickers to him that day, fellas. Yeah. She gave him every bag in the house. Okay. He's an intimidating cool man. Story yes, he is. And by the way, we call them hotels up here, too. What else no kidding. Yeah. I grew up up there. I remember that part. Thanks, yeah. Fred. Yeah. Okay. So. My comp. So is that it? Yes, sir. All right. So I have a comp Thanks. for Paul, if that's okay. Oh, comp. I just blew up the wrong person. Okay. He had a comp for Paul. Yeah. Whoever was on the other line called back. I don't I, I don't know what that story was about. I don't understand. I, it might be I a good time confused. to segue. He wasn't he's an intimidating guy, yes. So she gave him every snicker in the house. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next. Speechless. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> the whole uh, you know, we're talking about Bill and we were wondering, you know, some of the resignation in the voice, is there like some excuse making starting and like the competitive, the competitive, competitive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Patriots do have the most, one score losses, seven, and I and I only looked at bad teams, you know the teams that they're fighting with for draft position. So Arizona has four, Carolina has five, hmm. um, Tennessee has six, you know. So like these are the bad teams. Mm-hmm. Chicago uh, has five. The Chargers have five. Like, if you're a bad team, chances are you've lost a lot of close games. Because that's the way the league is. And, but how many teams have been blown out thirty-four to nothing? And oh, all right. You know, I, 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 okay. I was, I no, was didn't yeah. prepare that. I'm saying, but mixed in with these close games are some utter blowouts. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I, my guess Those is two. that the bad teams, like you know, one of the teams that didn't have a lot of close losses, I think the Giants only had three, because hmm. they have had, you know, like they lost twenty-four to six the other day. Yeah, that's um, interesting. You know, Washington even has five one score losses out of their games and they haven't really been competitive really since they beat the Patriots. Yeah. I feel like this is like a bigger picture thing cuz we're getting the power rankings eventually. Oh, uh, I can't well, wait. that was uh, that was part of why I brought uh, it up too, the whole power ranking. I, I feel like this is what the the league like thinks that this is parity. Like they this is like kind of what they wanted was it to be, you know, less super team oriented yeah. and more parity. It's kind of just made it worse yeah and and, you know the one score thing too like there's you know bill jokes about it all the time there's no homecoming games you know we're we're not you know every the the worst i mean carolina is the worst team in the league right i mean i think everybody would sort of agree that they're 32 not not only they have the worst record in the league but they stripped a lot of talent away and what little they didn't they then sold off at the at the deadline like so they don't have a lot of talent left and there's still like five one-score losses out of their 12 losses. You know, that just speaks like you don't play Tennessee Chattanooga on Saturday and win 78 to nothing. Right. Uh, let's go to John at South Beach, who I blew up. Sorry about that, John. Thanks for calling That's back. That's Johnny South Beach, by the yep. way. That's his name. What's up, John? Howdy. And I just want to point out that Johnny South Beach was nicknamed given to me. I didn't claim it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, but it's, it. it's sticking. It's yep. sticking. They don't call you that, but they should, as Randy Scott says on ESPN. I, I'm graciously accepting it. So I'm calling in today with a 
with a take that I had in my own mind that I was wrong about, if you're interested in Oh, okay. It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. Absolutely. So I saw Jelani Tavai getting a bunch of snaps a lot earlier this year, and I was kind of like, oh, man, is this kind of, you know, another middling player who's playing in front of younger guys that I'm going to get a little frustrated watching. And I'm, and I'm not saying he's like, you know, the next coming of Fred Warner or whatever, but I think he's kind of, you know, outperformed my expectations personally. And then I was kind of really sold on him when he called in after the Pittsburgh victory. And I was like, oh, so he's also just appears to be a really great guy too. So yeah. I would strongly agree with the second part of that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much on the first part. He's he's a good solid player. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think he was blocking anybody young really though. No. Unless you want to say, you know, we need to see Mapu. Oh, yeah, right. Um and I you know, you can make an argument for that, but I, I think Tavai is so he, he's not old. No, like he's no. sort of one of the younger players and I yeah, I think he's been fine. Yeah, he's yeah. really uh, I think one of the if you want to like there's one thing that Bill can still do is like identify a player like Tavai who's not a perfect player by any means and say like these are the three things that you're really good at and we're only going to ask you to do these three things all, all the time and it, and it's he's still able to do that on defense of like kind of putting guys into positions to succeed I suppose is the way to say it and Tavai I think is, is a perfect example of that like they don't yeah. ask him to drop off the line 20 yards into coverage too often they no. don't ask him to do things that are really outside of his purview they really uh, understand the player and, and put him in a, play, a good spot that's why I just wonder with this defense in general you know if things were to change and I and I think about it with a guy like Duggar because you know it's hard to project Duggar being more productive in another defense when he's here he's plays the position they love this is like kind of how they've built their defense around this guy it's hard to like look at another defense and see like you know somewhere else to come in and change the scheme. How does Tavai fit into like a base kind of scheme? How does you know Duggar as just a pure strong safety would that be better for him? Maybe I don't know. It's just it's hard to kind of parse out. Thanks, John. Yeah. And a lot of call. teams like nowadays don't even play free and strong safety. They just play left and right. And so in that system, like he's going to have to play a lot more deep, yeah. Because like you're just rotating and you're and you're kind of just staying a little bit. I mean, he might be a line, more a linebacker than you know in another, yeah. another Jamal sport. Adams. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Matt Framingham. Simple question. Uh. Of all the bad low moments of the season, in your opinion, what was the moment that it registered that this season is going down the drain? Uh. When, when did you know that? Shut up by the Saints at home. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I didn't have any grand expectations, but I think when I got shut out by the Saints at home, I thought it, this is going to be worse than we thought it probably could have been. That for me. I would agree with Mike that that was the end end. The performance in Dallas yeah, told me that. Yeah. I was going to say Dallas, too. That any, yeah. any hope was gone for me that day, but it ended. I agree with Mike. Yeah, especially because like, that, that one you two, can't re, you can't respond from that performance against this team at home. Those yeah. two weeks, right when you're supposed to be kind of hitting, not your stride maybe, but you're starting to figure out who you are a little bit, and that was yeah. Who they the are. Dallas game just does does injuries. You know, losing Judon and Gonzalez in the same game, I was like, well, I don't know. I didn't even that. think of that. How that's, do they that's even true. get like even besides the fact the scoreboard was a blowout? Like, how do we even yeah. get out of this? It was like the way they played too. Yeah, like yeah. they just played. They got. They oh. just got. Dom, that was like one of the teams that you thought was one of the better teams, and you saw the difference. That's yeah. why I said to myself, whoa, yeah. this is going to be Buzz bad. Uh, Travis in West Virginia, do any of you have a hard time quantifying which failures are truly Bill Belichick's fault and which are not? I have a hard time with this because I don't think it's black and white. I understand the blame falls on the guy at the top. 
but sometimes the players do the opposite of what they're taught. As a point of reference, if you go to McDonald's and your fries are cold, who do you blame? Ray Kroc, regional manager, shift supervisor, or dumb fry boy who didn't follow proper protocol? <laughs> so, but I would flip it. Not right? even close to the same. Not even close. And I, and I think for this one, identifying what's Bill's fault, definitely Mac Jones. Like, that's one person that you can say is his fault. Like, of course, like, in that McDonald's reference, the the chef put the fries into the thing and right. he cooked them. But, like, like, Mac is doing his hard work. So he's putting the fries in the thing. But he's also not executing correctly. So it's like in that same breath, it's like you need to make fresh fries because those fries have been sitting there all morning. Right. You know? If we're going to use this analogy, like to me, it's actually it's actually the opposite, right? Is that if you're blaming the fry cook, you're blaming the wrong person. Like mm-hmm. with the Patriots, it feels like the reason why the fry cook is failing is because his equipment stinks, right? Yeah. And the owner of the McDonald's is cheaping out on the on the air fryer, and so right. like the equipment stinks. He doesn't like even that. know how to cook fries. He was on shakes. He does shakes. Yeah, you can't no. put a shake guy on fries. This week he's mopping <laughs> floors. If it's always like <laughs> that, next week it's the fries. If, oh if it's always like that, I blame the Thanks regional supervisor. But if it's <laughs> if it's just a, that day, I blame the shift supervisor. Right, but it is always like that with but, this team. But I think also with that analogy, like. If you get a complaint of like cold fries once, it's like you wouldn't let the fries be cold for the whole month. Right. Yeah. That's another good point. Um, like, I, I, I mean, this is a complicated question, and I, you know, and I, I, I love look, this analogy though. I, so I, yeah. I'll, I'll try, I'll, and I, I like the, the the premise of the question. No, I, I think is you're right, and that's, I, I, I want to stay it. in that. I, but I just, you know, there's certain specifics that I would love to know, and I, and I say this as, look, he's the guy, he's making the decisions, but you know, I'd really love to know the draft process of who, you know, how this whole dynamic has worked over the last few years. You know, who was kind of setting the table with some of the guys that they've selected. I mean, it just. I, as much as I blame the drafts on Bill, I also am just like, did Bill really want Tyquan Thornton? Because he doesn't seem like a Bill guy in, in any sense of the word to me, you know? And, and the Cole Strange, like, and maybe he was the guy saying, we need a guard, we're taking a guard, I don't care what you say. Um, but, I, the, but the thing that I can't get away from him is just the, co- the, the stupid, bad coached football that has been played. That, that's the biggest departure for me, which it, it comes right down to what's on the field and what's been said as his strength. It's a team that has done stupid things for too long and shot themselves in the foot, and that's a bad coach team. And that, I think, is the biggest indictment of everything. Well, Mike, if you want fast guys, you got to draft fast guys. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I maybe just, it was him. give you one of those off air. I, I <laughs> just feel like with, with, the, yeah. with the drafting – I truly believe that Bill comes in and says, like, this is what I need, what I feel like I need for this football team to succeed. I need a guard. I need an X receiver. I need this. And I think that Macro does have some leeway to then stack the board. Now, where who Bill then takes off of his top five, I, I think is still more of a Bill I think Cole Strange reeks of a Bill pick yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I kind I, of agree I mean, with you first on, year on guard. Thornton. Yeah. And it I go, agree with you on It Thornton. goes I, I, back to, like, who was it, the Rams ish. laughing at, like, how high he was picked? <laughs> I still stand by they were laughing at how high he was oh, picked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And not just laughing like at something else. Like oh, I yeah. Think oh, yeah. Well, I, I think there was a combination, but yeah. I think they were making fun of themselves, too, because yes. I think they liked that player mm-hmm. and were planning on taking him in, like the, in the fourth round. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think they were kind of laughing at themselves for yeah. saying, like, we're scouting this guy we, and he's gone thought, in the first. We yeah. thought we were going to get a guy in the fourth round that just went in the first round. I agree with you, Paul. That's, yeah. Now, I do yeah. think this part of that mm-hmm. was like, hey, I didn't see him as a first yeah. rounder. Yeah. And they were also, both did. of them were also drunk at the time. Oh, and then, they, and then they, the best part <laughs> yeah. was is that they actually tried to walk it back and yeah. they were like, right. but when you turn on the film, he looks like a first no. rounder. Right. It's like, right. oh, right. yeah, sure, no. sure. Uh, no. the, the other part that I would like to know, and, uh, you know, to the guy's question, like how much of this is on Bill, is I'd like to know the origin 
of the destruction of the relationship between Mac and, and Bill. Because mm-hmm. there's no question that when he was in the offseason heading into year two, Bill was saying some nice things about Mac. And quickly, by the time we got to training camp and into the season, that was gone. Yeah. So was that because Mac was petulant about Matt Patricia and Bill got defensive of his boys? Or was that because Bill stopped believing in Mac, don't, yeah. didn't like what he saw, and lost faith in Mac? Like, I'd like to know what the origin of I, that I th- deterioration is. Yeah, was. I think yeah. the origin is McDaniel's leaving and Mac starting to question everything. Yeah. yeah. But is it was it Mac's fault or was it Bill's fault? Oh, I don't know. Probably both. But I just don't think Bill's – doesn't matter. It's not for you to question. You're a second-year player. No, true. Just do what you're being told. Right, but I'm just wondering whose fault it was that that relationship deteriorated. I, I also all. just like – Like, was it because Bill put Patricia in? Yeah. Well, yes. I think that's right. part of it, yeah. Yeah. And I so, just think that and with, I think with that today's Bill athlete, needs to, you can't do it that way. What's that? With, into, with today's athlete, for better or worse, you can't you worse. can't do it that way, no. where you say, like, you just do what, you, what you're told. Yeah. Because to them, it's like, it, this is my career, right? Like, I'm just – explaining their side of it like this is my career you're like now mac jones was on the track of being like a 10-year starting quarterback in the nfl coming out of the draft to now maybe catching on as a backup someplace else next year or something like that so not only does he mess with like his you know better for lack of a better word legacy in in his career he's also messing with his money because you know now he's not going to get paid like a starting quarterback either yeah and i think a lot of these guys whether it's in caleb williams like if they draft Caleb Williams and they try to saddle him with a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator, it's going to probably be not going to go well. It's going to be the same exact thing. It's it's just hard for me though because it's it's if he really didn't like Mac that much, why didn't he get another option? And you know they obviously weren't that high on Zappy, and you know it's just it seems like he he had his reservations about Mac, but he still was trying to push the buttons Which to is pull why it I'm, out of him. I'm leaving the door open for the possibility that not all of this was Bill's fault. Yeah. And that I mean, part what about it, the stuff like going outside to consult with like other that people, part of it? Things, I don't think it's Bill's fault. Yeah. I, I don't I, like to, I, I to the emailers. Yeah. No, but I, 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 I think if that. I had my reservations about Mac, I would get him things to help him. Like if I if I think if I thought Mac Jones wasn't that good, I would have gotten him some help yeah. versus getting. Well, I, but I'm sure Ma- I'm sure Mac Jones him. wasn't the first quarter young quarterback to question things. Mm-hmm. It's up to Bill to get him back yeah. to get salvage that yeah. to get to get him right. You know to. You know, that's part of the job of a head coach. I think the other thing, too, and with this team, you never actually know what where the spending like it, thing is coming from. Right. Like, you know, is that ownership or is that is that Bill wanting to run the team this way? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's both. And if you look at it, you know, you can't be a team that drafts poorly and doesn't aggressively spend. You got to do one of the two. Because if you do neither, here we are. Then you stay here. We are. And you're three. <laughs> right. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what and happens. And you're looking at a draft pick. Uh, let's go to Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Eldred. Hey, fellas, ladies, how y'all doing? All right. Hi. Hello. All right, all right. Paul, I'm gonna disagree with you. Paul, I heard you earlier yeah, uh, about that line a couple years ago. I said the same thing. Why are you gonna trade uh, uh, Tooney and uh, Mason? That was your core right there on your line. The only thing you had to worry about was a wide, was a wide receiver and get another quarterback. But once you got rid of those guys, you know, line fell. That's why Mac Jones looking like a scared rat. So which part do you disagree with? 
I hated we, we, I hated the decision to trade Shaq Mason for nothing. I would have kept Shaq yeah. Mason. But see, they kept him, they paid him, but then they, they traded him. That was, that was yeah. what threw me off. Yeah, no, I you know? agree. And that didn't make no sense at all. You got to decide. You, you got to keep some some of them. Yeah. They let all three of them go. I don't agree with yep. that at all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I would have kept two, that, two of those three, and you're all right. Yeah. Then you don't have to take Cole yep. Strange to Evan's point, and you can fill another need in the first round. Hey, that that was yep. a first well, round we'll get pick. get a tackle. Sure, but one yeah. or two, but uh, get a tackle. But I wouldn't get it in the first round, though. Yeah, I still would have got uh, Avle, so he was sitting there. That's he was, was not was. sitting how's there. How's Devin Lloyd doing? Is he playing well? Mm-hmm. I've lost track of him at this point. Well, Devin Lloyd's on Jacksonville. Right? Devin yeah. Lloyd's on Jacksonville. He was he was yeah. having a lot of tackles, yeah. but He's I'm not right. sure this year. Uh, well, Chris Olave went yeah. like ten picks before the Patriots' original pick, but that's that's besides. No, he point. did. Yeah, he did. No, he did, Devin. He did. No, he oh. didn't. Evan. Whoa, whoa. Uh-oh. No, he did. If only there Eldridge. was Chris Olave. Chris, Chris, go go look no, it up, he buddy. He go look out. it up. Chris, the Saints look. traded up in the draft <laughs> to draft him, Eldred. They traded up to like twelve or something like that to draft Chris Olave. I I I'm just telling you. He went he went eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Olave went eleventh yeah. in the 2022 draft. Yeah. No the Patriots' original pick I think was 23. Yeah, it was a Trent McDuffie okay. pick, ironically. Like twenty two, twenty three. Now that one, Trent, Trent McDuffie was on the board. Now, they, now Christian Watson is, is a fair one. I think yeah. we're finding out why nobody <laughs> wanted George Pickens. Like George, George Pickens. Oh, I would take him in a blink. Uh, a really talented player, but my goodness, George Pickens, come back to us. Like I don't blame him yep. at all. Got, <laughs> his, well, have a good one. Thanks, All right, thanks. Uh, his effort, like, not that this is you know Steelers unfiltered, but like George Pickens' effort is is terrible. Yeah, like I, horrible. Yeah, I don't blame him. I'd oh. fight someone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Much like if I was uh, Mahomes, but, but, I would have been fighting people on the sideline. But line. you blame Trent Brown? Like, it's the same thing. Like, their effort is terrible. Like, no matter what you say, like, George Pickens. They're, they're, I don't they're, think Trent Brown's very good. But he's a run so play. He has, no, he has no there. effort and ability. Oh, no, Whereas George right. Pickens, I think, can sh- shows you that if he was engaged, he'd be fine. No, I think, I think it's the opposite. If Trent Brown was engaged, he'd be great. Yeah. Um, Except for six other teams would disagree with you. Because he just wouldn't engage. It's not ability for him. Uh, Kareem's in Boston. What's up, Kareem? Hey, guys. Howdy. How's it going today? All right. Uh, couple, a couple things. Um, I'm thinking this team needs some blue chip players, but I don't like to call them blue chip. I call them red chips. So if oh. you guys could just let me know a couple red chip players you guys have identified early. And... Should we build through the line like we didn't do with Mac Jones, or should we kind of get some weapons? Can, can I ask you why you call them red chips it's instead awesome. of blue chips? I'll wait. Hey, I don't want to get political. Oh, oh, that why? Okay. Uh, All right. So, All right. So blue, blue so chip who are the blue chip players that we identified prior? Uh, just for, blue chip players and red chip Thanks. players are two different things. Are so you're, 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 you can't just name it a red chip player. It doesn't work like that. Okay. Blue chip players are like elite, elite guys. Right. Red chip players are like above average starters. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. Know so that. there's a hierarchy. I, to I the have colors. to be honest. I never heard the term red, red chip, chip no. player. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a higher. I mean, not a, like every every team. I'm sure uses different terminology. The Patriots use colors. They do. Okay. Bill tried to explain it one time. It's it's a whole thing. Okay. What's so green. So so I'll tell you is, what's he really asking? What he's. Re- 
blue chip players are are elite. No, elite I know, guys. but he said oh, he's, he's I call, asking he, who he the, says I call blue chip red chip. So is he best. asking for our? He's blue asking chip for players? blue chip. Yeah, he's players. asking yeah. for Marvin Hampson Jr. and okay. Caleb Williams yeah, and Joe Alt and the, the so, usual top five. So who are some blue chip players we identified that turned out to be blue chip players? Is that what he's asking? Oh, he's asking in the past. No, I think he's asking for like in this, this year, this, this oh. off season. Well, I haven't really got into it that much. No, how much time you got? We're still talking about 2023. Yeah. Uh, was um, he, he was from Boston, and he's, uh, he's a red state guy, huh? <laughs> Dude, they'll kick you out for that. <laughs> he's got like a freedom fries uh, going Let's on. see. John in South Carolina. So the top ten ball catchers in Brady's time are ball, by receptions ball, ball are. Oh. Ball catchers. Uh, some ball catchers. By receptions later. are Welker, Edelman, Brown, Gronk, Falk, White, Branch, Moss, Amendola, and Watson. Uh, Branch could be misleading. Not sure how much was before Brady. Do you guys think not, they no, are all not, none of that was before Brady? None. Do you guys think Maybe they are Trey all Brown. super smart players, or was there always a super smart player along with some good talent, like having a Welker with a Gronk or a Branch with a Watson? Could it not work without both types? A lot of those guys were super smart players. Yeah, like yeah. Gronk was just Gronk. Yeah, and he admits it. Like he was like, I never watch film. Brady just told me where to go, and I did it. And Randy Moss is considered one of the smartest football guys that really Belichick has ever been high around. Really, high football, high IQ. football, really IQ. underrated guy in that respect. Yeah. How was Matt Castle successful? He never seemed like he was overly bright to me. Well, he was oh. in the greatest offense in the history of the NFL. So. Yeah. Right, and was kind of marginally successful. I mean, let's call it what it was. He did a good job filling in. Yeah. All right, so. Um, I want to get into this power ranking because okay. I want to hear what people think <laughs> yeah, funny. in terms of, you know, who are the best teams right at this moment. Now, in the true spirit of power ranking, in my definition of it, it's who's playing the best right now. Who's the best yeah. team San right Francisco. now? San Francisco. Uh, well, you didn't even let them tee it up. You well, come on. Is there much debate? Is anybody going to say So you're just going off of who's playing the best right who's, this who's second? Who's the best I'll team right now? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I think we'll all agree with one. I, does anybody yeah. have any disagreement well, with San I Francisco? Think a, I yes. think if not one, a close two of the Ravens. Yep, I would agree with the close. I wouldn't I would have say anybody anywhere near the way San Francisco is No, I would say Ravens are second, though. If we're going off of of how they're playing right now, right and now, not, like what we think will happen in the playoffs or whatever, I'd say San Francisco. Yeah, I would say San Francisco. But if it's just like a snapshot of today, not, well, now yeah. I have a, I have all kinds of options for two. Well, I'm yeah, you know how I feel about the quarterback in San Francisco. So my whole thing is is that <laughs> when he gets into a game against an MVP caliber quarterback, yeah. not a fake this, MVP this, caliber quarterback, this is going to be your epitaph. You know, you know, yeah. you're going to go down swinging with See, this. But, but I really you're res- be wrong. I really respect Brock Purdy's I, a good quarterback. I, but I like strength of conviction. No, I, I I do. I I, it, I, it's I, not, I make fun of Jim Murray all the time when I when I go on my shows and I go with Jim like Jim Murray is hilarious like. Jake Browning right now, I'm sure he wants to build a statue of because he's, he's won a couple of games. Um, somehow, by the way, he's played four games, and everybody says he's 3-0 and as a starter. They ignore the game he lost somehow. <laughs> I don't know. But um, he's a flavor of the month guy, Jim. And it, like, he wears it as yeah. a badge of money. He laughs at himself. He, he makes fun. Evan's the opposite. Like, I could see Brock Purdy winning, like, back-to-back MVPs and him still saying it still has nothing to do with <laughs> I don't see it. But, but, see, you don't like Brock Purdy because he – he uh, hurts the whole idea of scouting because no one had him as a, no, a good no, no, quarterback. No, no, no. It ruins his all just, just, just to let you know, like the 49ers also picked him in the seventh <laughs> round. So if they th- if their scouting department was so oh, They smart, were wrong too. But no. uh, the biggest thing that – What the, do you mean no? He literally has – 
everything you could want. You still have to play well with everything. Don't even try. Nick Mullins had everything you wanted, too. Right. It's terrible. Brock Purdy is a better quarterback. That's not the argument, and you know it. Like, in Brock Purdy, my concern with the 49ers is that if they get into a game with an elite quarterback on the other side, is he going to be able to go toe-to-toe? Because they were in that game in the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, and he couldn't make the throws in the end of the game to win the game. Right. So if Brock Purdy is truly what you think he is, and he's different than those types of guys, then they'll win the Super Bowl. Okay. If he's not, they will flame out. I okay. think he has more experience now. I think it'd be a different so situation under pressure if he got in the is what you're saying. Just the pr- of the moment, pressure of the moment. It con- you know, I thought Devin McCourty had a, a, a great tweet last night about that game last night uh, with the Eagles and the Seahawks, and he said, in the two minute when the game is on the line, at the end of the day, it becomes our eleven against your eleven. It's man on man, like your guys versus our guys, and you can talk about all the scheme stuff and all the things that you want when there's two minutes to go in a playoff game, and it's Brock Purdy needs a touchdown to win the game. Is he going to make the drive happen? Okay, and I still have yeah. doubts about that. Uh, okay, okay, but we all agree uh, that we really have today in the and snapshot today. San Francisco is number one. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. But yeah. also, it's not just on Brock Purdy. Like he has Debo Samuel and just like really great guys around him. So I think ultimately they could get it done. I think they. He could has more get experience now than he did obviously when he was thrust. Yeah, into the I game mean, last he, year. He, this year they're they're in a good spot because. You well, know, he got hurt last year. He, he no, never failed. Yeah. No, I'm just saying they're in a good spot because I don't. Some of the elite quarterbacks are either you know Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are not what they have been the last couple of years. Joe Burrow is is not going to be in the playoffs. Like I don't know if he's you know. Maybe they'll get Dak. tested though. Yeah. They'll they'll your scenario sure, yeah. will. Unfold. I hope so. Ravens no, it defense. will. Ravens yeah. defense, I think, could put no a somebody fight. like no. no one ever just blows doors and you know all the way through oh, the playoffs and never yeah. gets tested. They'll they'll get a test and all right. Forty nine is one. I yes. say Ravens two. Who yeah. agree, who disagrees? Oh, wow. I agree with you. Yep. I, I I'm going on the season and I'm going to say Ravens two. But if mm-hmm. you're saying right now today, I'd say Buffalo. But I'll go I'll go Ravens two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you I you can make the case for Buffalo absolutely because of the way they played. The I, last think gotta, weeks. I, I think you got to do it more than a couple of weeks. That's yeah. Right. I feel like Buffalo is like recency bias. I feel like they're just. Well, that's what, what you're going to get. But right. that's kind of my point with you power rankings. A lot of it is recency bias. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I still have to go off the the season. Like, I can't yeah. put Carolina no. at, like, no, I know. you know, 15 because they won right. Sunday. <laughs> right. But Buffalo is one of those teams, and we talked about it in, in the pick show on Thursday, that if they get hot and they're playing like they're capable of playing, they're going to blow a team yeah. out like they did against I Dallas. I mean, that's the best remaining duo in the AFC. I mean, you don't have, you know, Lamar doesn't have Mark Andrews. Burrow so are we is putting out, Buffalo know? three? I am. I am not putting them three. I'm not three, quite, but I love I love this whole take by you. I think it's a good I one. I still I'm need to risky. see more, but yeah. I just look at it as, like, you know, they got the Chargers, then they got the Patriots, and then, you know, uh, I think at the same time, Miami has Dallas and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So all Miami would have to do is lose one of those two, and it sets up a winner-take-all for the division. I think they'd both be in the playoffs, but the, a winner-take-all for the division in that last game in Miami, that'd be great. That's going to be your Sunday night. So game. who's three? I, I mean, this is where it gets interesting. Mm. I think like this is every team after this. I feel like has some kind of flaw or some kind of reason why you would say eh, I don't think who's, they can do who, it. You could uh, probably uh, put what Cowboys, Eagles. Yeah, uh, I would put Dallas. Who's the I, team? I would put Dallas three. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. This is my you. You my, put Dallas three. I put Dallas three as well. But I think two well, Dallas. What do you say? Dallas. I mean, it's it's kind of like a three way tie. I feel. So like I at say this Buffalo. Point. What do you yeah, say? Mike? I'm going to say Dallas. Okay, so the Cowboys are three. Yeah. I think you look at them in Miami as two teams that play different at home. 
Yep. Yeah, Miami. Exactly. And, totally. And yep. If Dallas is probably not going to be the number one seed now, so they'll probably have to at least play the championship game on the road if they make it yeah. that far. And that and now, was, that, that, that loss that loss for the Eagles last night gives them a chance for the division though that yeah. they, they kind of didn't right. have. So yeah. Dallas is three. Who's four? Uh, I would say Kansas City. I'd probably I'd go Buffalo here. Yeah. Two Buffalo. I think that because of all their injuries, the Dolphins probably can't be in this conversation anymore, but I probably would have a healthy Dolphins okay, team. Well, yeah. we, did, not yeah, Woods. we did that on, on, on Sunday for the pregame show. Their, their inactives came out. Yeah. yeah. It was like, there is they, no it was Wood, like only an all-pro team. And then they blew doors. Right. Anyways, yeah. uh, I, I, would, I would probably put Miami at four. I just okay. think that they're, they're a really good team. Yeah. Okay. Chance to prove it, too. They can – get home field so tough. my top miami. six were san francisco baltimore dallas kansas city miami buffalo you guys have them in different orders i don't know yeah. like yeah, I, I can't really do your thing okay. because yeah, I, I, I can't I just miami. do today because carolina is going to be like nine if miami. i just do today so two miamis mm-hmm. two buffaloes one kansas city okay we can only vote on my uh miami and buffalo right now of those two, uh, who's better? I'd go Buffalo right now, but it's I mean it might depend on where the game Buffalo, is played. Buffalo can win on the road. They can. They uh, just haven't. I would say Buffalo. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> They're two and four. They on did the road. beat Miami in Buffalo, yeah. right? Right. Uh, I would say Buffalo for now because my, I don't Miami didn't beat them okay. last year. Buffalo. If I remember correctly either. I'm not writing Mark yours down. I'm writing mine down. It's going no, very. We're quick. doing a no, poll no here. here. Miami. We're not doing a poll. It's a little poll, Paul. Yeah. Get, a, get back up on your little. So poll. San Francisco, Baltimore, Dallas was the top three. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys have Buffalo four. Yeah. That's right. So just, just win a game. Just and make sure. And then I don't have Buffalo four. I didn't either. And then Kansas City. Kansas City, I think. Okay, Kansas no. City or Miami? No yeah. Eagles? Kansas City. I got to go Kansas City. I don't have the Eagles anywhere near this. Oh. I don't okay. know if you've watched no. them lately. Yeah, they, all year. No Is it Miami or Kansas City? Are the Lions go getting Kansas no City love? Here. Five, no. Kansas City or Miami? Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City over Miami. So now yeah. six, you have Miami, Detroit, Lions. Philadelphia. I'm going to go Philly here. I still think that they, they got some I respect some, the talent. Some metal. What I'm going to say Detroit. Uh, whoa. Yeah. I'd go. I'm with Evan. I'd go Philly. That Philly. Detroit defense is kind of stinky. Smells. Philly. Philly. Okay. Philly is is six. Yeah, Philly, I wouldn't. Philly. Have, I, Philly would be struggling to get in my top ten. Um, <laughs> again, he ha- he's he's the one who set the parameters. It's today. <laughs> okay. Today they yeah. lost, lost three in a row. That's true. Yeah. Like and if they, we're going on the season, panicking too. If yeah. they go on the season, Philadelphia is absolutely in this mix. Right. They, but they Fred said we're not going on the season. But they're teetering a little bit. We're going yeah, on not today. Just teetering. I mean you. Like they didn't actually fire Desai, they just like moved him. Like I, that's so weird. Matty and P then, and like right? now, Matty P's calling the defense. Right. Yeah, they're panicking. Okay. So where are we, Paul? Seven. <laughs> Seven. I still have no Miami. I'm with Miami. Here. No yeah. Detroit. Uh, okay, I'll go Miami my, here. Tyreek gets healthy. I put Detroit ahead of Miami. But what? Yeah. Is shocked by that. I, I I have to admit I really like Detroit's offense. Detroit, so just how they but built Detroit it, was on a losing streak brick. too until two days ago, three yeah. days ago. No, two yeah. weeks ago. Right? I'm worried yeah. about Detroit's defense, and I I just I can't trust Jared Goff. Yeah, like I just can't do <laughs> it. That's the piece, though. I mean, and it's not that different. I feel like from San Francisco, where they you know they've been stacking draft picks, they've been putting pieces into place, and now you know if Goff doesn't work out, that's going to be a desirable location for any quarterback to go yeah. to. Their defense is still okay. So you put Miami yeah. there. I put Miami seven, Detroit eight, because you were the only one that said Detroit. Okay, and that's Tamara fine. was aghast. Okay, so now now who do we have? We got. We got uh, 
the Vikings at seven and seven. Ew. We've got the Buccaneers at seven and seven. Give me a. Uh, we've got the Rams at seven and seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, I That's not that a bad one right there. Our right? top the eight right there to me are the only teams that have a chance to win. Everybody Super Bowl. else is just. Yeah, and I, I would probably argue that you could chop off two of them, but I agree with Evan. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it, maybe maybe the Rams has like yeah. one last run with. McVay I will and say Stafford, that if, if like San Francisco, and I saw someone on Twitter said this today, I agreed with it. San Francisco. Gets a divisional out of all of these yeah. teams, probably doesn't want to see the Rams. Yeah. I, San Francisco's way better than the Rams. Yeah, but way better. They've been they own them, the and they usually own them in the regular season. But they lost to them in the <laughs> NFC Championship right. game. It's in their head. And when they thought they probably had a better team. Yeah. And I do think the Rams were very competitive the first time they played. Um, San Francisco put it away late. Yes, Mike, I remember. Um, and <laughs> what quarter was that? I, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to play the Rams if they. No. No. You never want to play a divisional no. opponent. Plus, early. I think that they're you know there's a nu- you know Cooper Cup with yeah. with Stafford. Puka. I think they're getting a little Puka. bit of a push from a from uh, TB's guy Kyron Williams. Yeah. Um, Love it. I yeah. think they're they're coming on a little bit. I, 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 and, and again, it's funny what happens when also. your starting quarterback yeah. doesn't get hurt, and evidently you really weren't in cap jail. <laughs> it was all because your starting quarterback got <laughs> right. hurt that you went five and twelve. No, I, Paul, they uh, couldn't know, possibly uh, spend another dollar. It's so, amazing how that works. So, so I, I could like, make an argument for the yeah. Rams at nine if anybody yeah, disagrees. I, no. I, that's yeah. fine. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't put Cleveland in there, but I just I, I've been impressed with what Cleveland's done this year with all their quarterback issues. He's my coach of the year. The way those guys are playing for him. It just it seems like they they're a team that is headed in the right direction four different time. quarterbacks of one game crazy four different starting quarterbacks. and they got a good vibe about them you know yeah. other than they're the, not in that they, they you talk about injuries yeah like the whole offensive line mm-hmm. the running back the quarterback they still safety. they're still figuring out ways to I win saw, close um, games wait, and no, miles no. garrett's playing so there are two there are two teams injuries. in the nfl that have only lost one game on the road who? One of them is the Ravens. Hmm. Do you know who the other team is? No. The Jaguars. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, oh, I, I, the Jaguars not, are creeping up now. No, we're yeah. at like 9 or 10. 10. I, we're at 10. I think you still have Trevor Lawrence. You still have a, a coach that's done it before. Okay, we'll put if if, if you can stay healthy. I don't, yeah. Because now he's in concussion protocol. Yeah, right. That's... I mean, that's, that's the, the issue. With yeah, that's the when thing. quarterbacks are in concussion protocol, it lasts a little <laughs> short, shorter. They just put <laughs> throw a shield on. They just show like a sunglass shield. Watch. Yeah. Actually, CJ Stroud just sat out of the game, and it looks like he might have to set out another did, one. Uh, did you see the thing from the locker room that Pop Douglas said that they asked him if he wanted to shut her down, and uh, he said no, he wanted to come back? So, yeah. You know, to your yeah. point, I, I, I would take it out. Yeah, take, the decision shouldn't be in the player's <laughs> hands. Uh, to Paul's point about, you know, what have you done lately and take the whole season – what about the Broncos? Do they get any love for turning the season around like they did? And are they? I don't know. A team I, to worry about? I don't. I, I just feel like when you got Russell Wilson, it's you're not in a position. You need to be turning the season around. You need to be like right. consistent. We're going. Are we going today again? Like, <laughs> how about the Bengals? Yeah. Right, Jake Browning. Right. Yeah. They, they well, the Bengals I think are a good example of like when you have a Super Bowl caliber roster. As long as the quarterback doesn't lose you the game, which he certainly tried to last week, yeah, week. then you're you still are going to be competitive because they're stacked everywhere else. I, I think that's going to be interesting to see what happens with him without Jamar Chase because he's going to miss a little bit of time. Yeah, no, so that's going to be a problem. If he, can, he was fine without him on Saturday in the fourth quarter when they got yeah. twenty one points, but yeah. I just think he's throwing punts all over the field and T 
Higgins is. That was. Did you see that? I did. I did. That was like that's just that that was and I and I went right to a Viking. I've been a little like skeptical of T Higgins overall, just you know, kind of pushing back on people. But that was a phenomenal play. And then uh, too many contested catches, not for me. (laughs) My boy Nick Mullins. (laughs) Yeah. What what two horrific quarterback sneaks in overtime in a row? Oh my god. Nick. That's why it didn't look right. So I, w- I would say that like the eight and six teams in the AFC, I think, are all like worthy of discussion. Yeah, I think the uh, and, and the we have Broncos a nine and seven seven, right? And we have a nine and five Browns team too, yeah. that we haven't put on this oh, list wow. yet. Who's going to be their qu- Browns quarterback? Joe I mean, Flacco. is it Flacco here on out? They Flacco's Flacco going to play the rest of the way if yeah. he, unless he gets hurt. Yeah. yeah. Then they'll which, have to go which back. Given how D- it's gone, they'll have to go back to DTR. What does it say about the Bengals that they're three and six in the AFC and five and zero? In the against NFC opponents, catch you by surprise. But is is the AFC a better conference right now than the NFC? I personally think it's not close. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's better. Now that said, I think San Francisco is right the cream of the crop. Right, Right. but there's only one of them. I really don't think there's anybody close to them in in terms of talent. Yeah, Yeah. I think we proved that again with Buffalo blowing doors on Dallas. Like Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be their second best team in the conference, and they can't even hang. So. Second best team against the 11th seed yeah. in, the, yeah. in the AFC. Yeah, boom. Yeah, the AFC is a bloodbath. I, you, with Russell Wilson, though, I I came away from like watching that offense, like watching the last couple weeks, and I kind of think he's not the problem. Like, it, like mm. if there is a problem with that offense, like he's still got some of that Russ yeah. Houdini stuff going yeah. on. Like he's still getting out We're of the. Have pl- to let Russ cook. No, I, he's still get like the, Sean Payton's offense is just kind of vanilla. That's like right. they don't really do much but there. They don't get, run the ball. Getting back either. to this, no. do you realize that there's only one AFC team that has a losing record against the NFC? Who is that? <laughs> That'd be England. Who would that? Oh, well, oh, for against yeah, the NFC. Oh, and five. No other team. A lot of teams are five hundred, but no other team has a losing record against the NFC we in the AFC. Who owns the Patriots? Everybody. Yeah. <coughs> but oh, I. Okay. Mike's dying. <laughs> yeah, right? That hurt his feelings. You want me to order? God's saying, you, you shut an ambulance? up. Dude. Don't make fun of the Patriots. That hurt his feelings so much <laughs> that he's just. Oh, so you know what? I lied. One other team. One other team has a losing record against the NFC. Do you know who that is? Mm. Jets. No, the Chiefs. Oh. Two and three. Okay. Out of conference. Oh yeah, they lost. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about the Chiefs? I I, I know weird I think, team. I, I think they're beatable. I definitely yeah, beatable. They're vu- as vulnerable as they've been. I didn't think they were as good last year. Yeah. yeah, as they had been, and certainly they have more flaws this year than they did last. I year. I just wonder if this is it's like some of those Patriots teams. Oh, I I really screwed up. Oh. The Raiders are two and three, and the Chargers are two and three too. So. so <laughs> Bad info. But still, they I didn't least, look far enough down the list. But at least they have wins against. Yeah, the the, um, yeah. the Chiefs though. I would say, the thing that I would really worry about is I do think their defense is pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. And the chances of them falling way behind are small because of that. Yeah. And if you so give you him a chance, the ball, catch the ball, guys. If you give him a chance. There's always that yeah. you know that one time that Kadarius Tony actually catches. The perfect pass, or you know, Rasheed Rice is starting to come on a little bit and be at least reliable. Yeah, I, I, I just think with their defense, though, I actually thought that there was, a, I didn't think they covered very well against especially the Patriots in man on early in the game. They yeah. said they had to switch off because they were getting yeah. beat. Yeah, so I wonder like how much of their defense is like you know if that pass rush is not heating up the quarterback constantly like it was doing on Sunday. I think a good quarterback can yeah. have that secondary. Most so, of the great defenses. So are I, like I think that. after yeah. eleven, pressure. I think mm-hmm. after. Yeah. 11 the power rankings get very muddled 
Who's the worst team in the NFL right now? Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Carolina. Really? You don't think? By a significant margin. You think, That's an awful team. You think they're worse than the Patriots? Oh, yeah. Well, like, within this moment, or, like, right are they in the worst position of, of, like, future promise? Because they are a team sitting on the first overall draft pick from last year. I know Bryce Young hasn't been good, but, I mean, I, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, a different, different it's a different, it's a different like, who question. Who would you rather be? Yeah. I'd still rather be the Patriots. They don't even have a first-round pick. No. Uh, Carolina. Another thing that I saw, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, if I didn't get all this. I'm sure you guys saw a lot. Of, like, it made the rounds on Twitter on Sunday how few people were actually in the stands. At the oh, Carolina yeah. game, you like, could, like the, count uh, how many yeah. people. Evidently, the weather that we got yesterday was what they—that was the weather. <laughs> yeah. No one said yeah. that on Twitter. No. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was like brutally. The, the game was nine-seven. Like there was the no monsoon. offense in the game. It was a monsoon. Yeah. I didn't know that. That, I didn't like know that, that doesn't that add a little context to it why does. there's nobody there? It does, yeah. and it makes sense to. Uh, I know people are posting the screenshot saying, "Oh, tickets are forty seven cents or forty five cents, whatever it was." It's like, yeah, because they had a whole monsoon happening outside. And, and like, yeah. yeah, I mean that that to me is a little different than just saying the monsoon. Because someone, but someone had said like there was like five thousand people there. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen that in an NFL game. But mm-hmm. I didn't realize. That weather at least played a factor. I mean, it's let's tough face though because it. it's like if, if they were eleven and one instead of one and eleven, I'm sure there would have right. been more people. Right, there. and plus in your crappy one team, like, people aren't coming out. We get it. Like, it's just there's this constant need to like, oh my gosh, they're terrible. Look how bad it is. Could like, you whoa. imagine if we played yesterday like we were supposed to? Yeah, Oof. yeah, that would have been Although, kind of fun. But by, Absolutely not. But by the time <laughs> the game came about last okay. night, yeah. hi, I'm Tamara Brown. <laughs> <laughs> my hair. She's in Oz. It would have been Buffalo times two with one pass thrown in the game. I just thought of all the jabs that they were taking on the Monday Night Football broadcast last night. Oh, we weren't even supposed to be here. We got flexed in like at least like four or five times. But I but I do like the notion that like as the week went on last week, and you remember this, Mike, because you know, yeah, the weather, CTE. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like, you know, did, did ESPN make a, dis- a, a mistake? A, a mistake, Absolutely. Like, yeah, they, they really ruined the day. They took the 3-10 and 10 Patriots yeah. out of primetime. And then, of course, you get a blowout in the Patriots game. And, you know, maybe not the greatest game ever last night, but a close game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, upset. I'm sure they were really upset that they made that choice. Well. Dan's in New Jersey. What's up, Dan? Hey, you guys had the, power the, rankings. the Browns. And the Lions in your top ten, both, right? Uh, uh, no, no. The, the Lions are at eight, and I would say Cleveland's at twelve. Yeah, but my, I, I guess I was just going to point out, you know, it was about fourteen months ago that we handily beat both those teams, and I think it was back to back. Yeah, and with and Bailey much different teams. I, you know, it's just ironic. Things yeah. change. Much, much, yep. much different change, teams. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's, I guess there's always a chance we could be top ten the next year. If, but anyway, okay. That's not why I called in. I I just wanted to digress and not not to not talk about the game so much. But I was at the Gillette on Sunday, first time ever. You know, I never made it. I was a fan from '74, but I never made it to Gillette. I went to the old stadium a couple of times, um, and it, it was great. I mean, my wife and I went to the the Hall of Fame and the Lighthouse. We had dinner at. Patriots played, and um, so anyway, the whole experience was great. There was really nothing to remind me of the old stadium except, uh, you know, on game day, you know, going there, trying to find parking, and that's when the path sort of catches up to me. You know, I don't mind parking my car in a dirt field or 
mingling with the hoi polloi. We're waiting for the Stadies, you know, to wave us past route on yeah. Route 1 or whatever. We're, and I really don't even mind, you know, waiting an hour and a half to get out of the parking lot. But what I can't abide after a loss, I need my Hardy. I, you know, I need Paul. I need, I need Mike. Oh, but, oh, my God, there's no signal on that side of oh. Route 1. Oh. I can't get the post-game show. Oh, that stinks. Oh, who's your carrier? Parking situation a little better. Who's your carrier? Uh, Hans, what's our carrier? Verizon. <laughs> Verizon. Well, that's that's weird because Verizon, Verizon literally Verizon. put in five yeah. G in the parking lot. Yeah, they got a sign right oh, there. Oh, really? In the yeah. I didn't so know that. that's I... that's that's not good. All right, thanks, Dan. I appreciate the call. I'm glad that you had a yeah. good experience. Chris Ferrer's on it. Yeah. Um, no, it's nothing to do with Chris. Uh, Andrew in L.A. says, love you, mean it, Paul. But yeah, please Paul. look at the roster in 2020 for the 49ers. Samuel played in seven games. Kittle played in eight games. Best receiver was a rookie, Ayuk. You could put Matt Jones on that roster today, and they'd have basically the same record. CMC or Lamar for MVP? Thank, yeah, how, how are you? Di- how are you disagreeing with me? Because you like Brock Purdy. Yeah, you think No, I—, I all, just to, to state my point on Brock Purdy, I just think that I've seen enough off-platform plays from him that I don't think Garoppolo would have made. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I, I think they had a really good team in 2020. They look good I didn't here. Say, did I say that they, they stunk no. when Garoppolo no. played? And I don't think Brock Purdy stinks. He's just not my MVP. Yeah. That's all. Oh, he's not close to my And by the no. way, he's not top 10 MVP on that team. Yeah, yeah. that's why yeah. he's not my MVP. Oh, like, I, I would not even think about calling him the MVP of the league. He's I just think MVP he's better. I just think he's better than you do. That's, that's all. Tyreek Hill should win it. He's going to win MVP of the league. Yeah. Well, to me, it's, it's Lamar. He should be the MVP. He's it's been really it's good. just funny how you can have totally different things. Like, to me, it's Tyreek Hill, and it's Same. not even close. Mm. Yeah, and I, I would that. have uh, your boy, McCaffrey, too, Yeah, yeah. if I if I was really gun to my head yeah. thinking this about it. This does feel like a year that if there's ever going to be a year Non-quarterback? that's not a quarterback, this is probably it. But don't you think, like, again, we, we're going to get into this. It's five one fifty three, and we're going to get into this big argument it's about what an MVP should be. But, yeah. I mean— Patrick Mahomes should be in the conversation, don't mm, you think? No, I, I, yeah. I mean, without like, him, no. I mean, I, 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 I get what you're, I get what you're saying. It, I mean, I don't it, think it's been good enough. Like, it might to get be them, his best but, year, right? Yeah, but you're point. right. That's, right. I mean, that's my MVP, bro. It's the guy. If you took them out of this team, it would fall apart. And I think that's, that's why I have Lamar Jackson. And I mean, I guess Miami's winless weekend was kind of proof against what you know Paul and I believe a Tyree kill. But I still think that's. The model for me is the guy who just means the most to his team. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. Whether or not he's w- yeah. had the best season to be the MVP, I don't know, but he's the best player in the league, and nothing that he did on Sunday. No, yeah. and, and I know a lot of people will because I I, and I hate doing the whole. Well, when that guy played, like suddenly like Joe Burrow's a game manager because Jake Browning went three and one as a starter. Like, no, like there's a big difference in the offense, but like Tyreek Hill didn't play. On Sunday and, and the Dolphins. You see the difference? No, you, you didn't yeah. actually. They won thirty to nothing. Oh, okay. They, so they then blew, he's not the MVP. They blew doors. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's how you do it. Yeah. Fred's like so I think funny. you watch and, and you see just how important this guy is to the team, and I think if you played the whole year without him, you'd see a huge difference. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah me too. Absolutely. I mean, but I, that's why I think Jackson should be MVP because if you took him out, what would they do? 
No, I, I yeah, don't they, think you're they far do have off a great defense, yeah. but yeah, I especially agree. without Andrews now. I mean, yeah. that's you know yeah. puts more on I, him. And I love Lamar, and Fred yeah. knows that, but I I just don't think they've been all that impressive offensively. Yeah, yeah he doesn't really have the stats of an an MVP. He doesn't. He doesn't. But yeah. he, the, you know, the possession, the time of possession, he controls the ball. He he's makes fin- it so hard great. for a defense. I love him. You yeah, know, he, sell me. No, on. yeah, he's gonna finish. I think top three or five. I just I I think Purdy's gonna win. Because he, oh no way! I think he is. I don't think Purdy. Who's going to be coach of the year? By the way, I would go with Stefanski. I think he's a good a good candidate for it. Yeah, uh, what's his name in, in Indy? Also coached well. He's, Shane yeah, Steichen. He's yeah. What about D'Amico Ryan's? Uh, he should get. Uh, he'll win it. Consideration. I mean, he'll he. Win it. But he's fallen. They've fallen off a little bit. Yeah, but, they have. But he'll it's be a big in win with a backup quarterback the yeah. other day. Yeah. Patriots wouldn't have three wins without Bill Belichick. You're yeah. funny. All right. I uh, have six. Look at the Jets. That's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition. Um, I'll have the picks ready because I'm not going to be on Thursday show. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, they fill in time, Freddie. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.